If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You wanted the best? You got the best. Often imitated, never duplicated. It's Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, the Curly Country Fifth Quarter Show, hosted by Joe All. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Curly Fifth Quarter Football Show, week number four. Boy, hard to believe the season's rolling by that fast, but uh, we have nine weeks during the regular season, and then district play starts week 10, so we're in week four of the nine-game regular season, and so it just... And it's just hard to believe it's going by that fast. But I got Tom Hughes alongside. And Tom, you kind of gotten your feet wet now. This is your fourth week, and are you enjoying yourself or not? Well, no, I'm I'm having a great you time no. with it, Joe. Uh, <laughs> getting the feet wet. I think week two, I drowned. <laughs> yeah. It was not only the feet; it was everything. Did I tell you I wasn't going to be there that week? Yeah. Well, yeah. After you you suckered me into doing this. <laughs> okay. Well, well, it is is what it is. I appreciate you doing a good job, and you certainly get the hang of it. And you know, right now, I mean. A few schools have yet to start conference play, but most schools either started last week or they're starting tonight. So that really kind of adds a little bit of interest to it. You have a few non-conference games to start the year, then you like to get that conference season started. And that's when people start playing for keeps. Yeah, it, it's, you're playing for real. Once you roll into conference play, and you know, with with one or two exceptions, uh, you get that week or two on the, uh, onto your belt before you get into conference and and then you roll um but you gotta you gotta be ready to go i'll tell you we talk about a lot of big games boy a huge game next week the higginsville huskers and the huskers win tonight 74 to 6 a game you had a chance to watch and listen to on midbid.com drew tully had the call Higginsville knocks off Summit Christian 74 to 6. Richmond had Van Horn down 18 to 6 late in the game, 18 to 7 I think it was. So those two teams will play next week. Both will come in at 4 and 0 and the last several years the winner of that game has won the conference. So, you know, I mean it's it's still a lot of football left, a lot of things can happen, but that will be a big game. Yeah, a huge game and and it traditionally has been. Well, we'll see how and a lot of other games. I mean, just looking down right now, and we'll run some scores here in a minute. But boy, that Clarence Cannon Conference. You look at Centralia, Macon, Monroe City. All three of those teams, three and zero. Both of them win. All three of them win tonight. They're four and zero now, I guess. Four and zero, two and zero in conference play. So, you talk about Centralia, Macon, Monroe City. You're talking about three traditional, three traditionally powerful football schools. Yeah, and you know, again, like you said, they're gonna they're gonna meet up and. Uh, the outcomes of whoever's left standing at the end when the three of them play. All right, let's take a timeout. We come back, we will run the scores we do have as we're just underway. Be a long night. We will be here till midnight on the Curly Fifth Quarter. Napa know-how. Hey, teams, we hope you did your best in tonight's game. Had fun and learned good lessons we all use in life. And if life finds you needing car parts and knowledgeable customer service, then drop by and see Napa Auto Parts at Brunswick and Kilton. Napa know-how. 
Woodshed family is working hard for you. Hi, I'm Sharona with Woodshed. We supply all your building, appliance, and do-it-yourself needs. From rental equipment to paint or any home remodel or construction project, we have you covered. May the high school teams work with the same spirit throughout the season. Woodshed Lumber and Hardware Supply in Carrollton, Richmond, and Concordia. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Hey, well, it's good to be with you again tonight. Let's run. We do have some scores coming in, and we'll run the scores we do have. We'll have quite a few more coming in as the night goes on. And, hey, it was homecoming tonight at Carrollton High School. The Trojans took on Russellville. Trojans got a nice touchdown late. Russellville wins at 35-14, to but uh, good homecoming at Carrollton. They come up on the short end of the stick, but I know we'll hear from Coach, from Coach Jason Maiden here in a little bit. But uh, Russellville wins that game tonight again over Carrollton, 35-14. It was, as we just said a minute ago, the Higginsville Huskers move their record to a perfect 4-0. They knock off Summit Christian up in Lee's Summit tonight. The final there is 74-6. Now, folks, get this. Huskers averaging 60 points a game. When you talk about offense, that's where it's at, 60 points a game. Richmond was leading Van Horn. 18 to 7 late in the game. We're going to assume the Spartans, there was less than a minute to play, so we're going to assume the Spartans held on to win that one. The other two games in the conference, all non conference games, Butler's at Holden, Northeast at Knob Nostra, and Lexington's in Kansas City at Southeast. In the MRBC West, again, uh, three conference games were played there. Uh, a traditional battle. Odessa knocks off Oak Grove 57 to 43 tonight. With that win, Odessa moves their record to 3 and 1. Of course, they lost to Mexico last week, but the Dogs moved to 3 and 1. Oak Grove still looking for their first win, but they battled the uh, Odessa Bulldogs pretty tough tonight, 57-43, and Pat Richard always seemed to get his kids ready for that one, and Coach Mark Thomas's team, a powerhouse at Odessa. Elsewhere in non-conference play tonight, it was Kansas City Center. They moved their record to 4-0. They're a team to look out for them in that conference. Kansas City Center, a non-conference game over Christ Prep. They win that one 45-6. Pleasant Hill against Clinton, Warrensburg against Harrisonville, the other two games in that conference. Don't have finals on those yet. We got a couple of finals out of the Lewis and Clark Conference. Harrisburg they moved their record to 3-1, and 2-0 and in conference play. At home, they beat Paris tonight, 36 to nothing. And Coach Orr Magruder's Salisbury Panthers, uh, they've won three in a row. They had that opening season loss to Father Tolton in a very close game, and they've won three since then. They're 3-1. and one. They beat Scotland County, 48-7. to And even more importantly, Salisbury now 2-0 and in conference play. Up in the middle of the Empire Conference, we had Chillicothe was ahead of Cameron late in the game. Don't have a final yet. It was uh, Benton had a big lead on Kansas City Central. That's a non-conference game. A huge game in the Midland Empire tonight, though. St. Pius and Maryville, they hooked up on I-29 up in Kansas City tonight. And when the dust was settled, St. Pius came away with a 34-27 win. So St. Pius, they moved their record to 4-0. They're 2-0 in conference play. Maryville drops to 2-2 on the season. A big game tonight up at St. Pius. In the KCI, Mid-Buchanan keeps rolling. They're a perfect 4-0, 2-0 in conference. They shut out the loss in Cardinals tonight in Lawson. Midbuck wins at 35 to nothing. Another shutout on the bottom of the conference. West Platte beats Plattsburgh 48 to nothing. With that win, West Platte evens their record out at two and two. The other two games have East Buchanan and Lathrop. That was a fairly close game. The last score we had, and a penny of Hamilton's at North Platte. Down in the uh, 
over in the Clarence Cannon Conference. We talked about that a minute ago. Centralia, they're perfect 4-0. They beat Brookfield in Brookfield tonight, 48-8. Clark County, Clark County moves their record to 3-1. They blast Highland 50-8. Macon, under Coach Van Bonatta, his first year there, they're a perfect 4-0. They move to 2-0 in conference play with a 49-14 win over Palmyra. And Monroe City, no surprise there. They're 4-0. They beat a good South Shelby team. South Shelby, both those teams come into tonight's game at 3-0. When the dust was settled tonight, though, uh, Monroe City won at 46-8 to move to 4-0. Over in the NCMC, it was Hannibal, the Pirates. They lost last week, lost to Troy Buchanan, 52-50. We didn't have that score. That game was played on Saturday, but tonight Hannibal bounces back. They go on the road. They win their first conference game. They knock off Fulton, 48-0. Marshall was leading Mexico, or excuse me, Mexico was leading Marshall late in the game, Kirksville and Moberly. That was a close one. Uh, we'll have finals on those here pretty soon. Down in the Tri-County, Coach Greg Huff's Boonville Pirates get a nice win. They had a squeaker last week. If you remember, they knocked off they knocked off uh, Hallsville 59 to 58. Well, tonight they beat Southern Boone in Boonville 18 to 14. So the Pirates have had a couple of close games. They're three and one right now after that opening season loss to Pleasant Hill. They reeled off three straight wins. And Hallsville, they bounced back from last week. They beat for sales 18 to six. Run a few more scores for you real quick in the West Central Conference. Tipton, Tipton moves to three and one. They knock off Slater tonight at home 62 to 12. And that's what we have right now. We'll have more. Let's take a timeout. Back with more right after this. Consumers Oil and Supply Company in Bramer and now in Trenton are proud to support high school activities, working with farmers, ranchers, and residents, providing all your feed, agronomy, farm supply, LP, and fuel. Consumers Oil and Supply Company, serving the area for over 90 years at two locations, Bramer and Trenton. At our bank, quality isn't measured in words, but actions. We've been creating a safe, secure, and strong bank for our customers from one customer to another, generation after generation because your financial future and that of your family is never taken lightly. Errol County Trust Company, 100 years strong since 1919. Member FDIC. We're for the state of Missouri. We're for trout fishing, barbecuing, underarching, fountain swimming, road tripping, and show me saying. We're for people who would live here, people who won't, people who farm, and for people who don't. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you're a Missourian, we're for you. I'm Jason Gant, your Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance agent. And if you're in Carroll County, I've got you covered. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, right here on Curly Country, 103.9 KRLI. Okay, looking over some other scores, how about Gallatin? Uh, the Gallatin Ball Club, they moved their record to a perfect 4-0. They're one of the powerhouses in this area as tonight they get their fourth impressive win. At home, they beat Polo 46-8. Two, uh, two teams that were undefeated coming in, Trenton and Putnam County. I don't have a final score on that. I'm sure that game is over, but Trenton was leading that game late. I'll see if I've got any kind of an update here, but Trenton was ahead 42-20 to in the fourth quarter, and uh, Milan had a 34-6 to lead over Princeton, last score we have. So we'll, we'll update those scores. I know we'll have finals coming in here pretty soon. Cole Camp, uh, the Cole Camp Bluebirds, they're also they're off to a good start. They're over in the uh, West Central Conference. 
And uh, Cole Camp's a perfect 3-0. and They're going to be 4-0 as they led Lone Jack late in the game, 47 to nothing. So <clears throat> Coach Kevin Shear's ball club really moving along, playing well right now. So a lot of undefeated teams. We've had four. This is the fourth week of the season, so a lot of teams really playing well. Let's take a look on the college scene real quick. We'll have some coaches calling in here in just a minute. But uh, looking at the college schedule for tomorrow in the Heart of America Conference, the Missouri Valley Vikings, in case you missed it, last week Missouri Valley got a nice 28-21 overtime win over Graceland, a game in at Greg Mitchell Field. It was Parents Weekend in Missouri Valley, and Valley comes away with a nice win over Graceland. With that win, Valley moves their record to 2-1. and one. The Vikings will be on the road tomorrow. They'll be in Canton, Missouri, to take on Culver Stockton. Elsewhere in the heart tomorrow, Mid-America will travel to Des Moines to play Grandview. Benedictine heads all the way up to Dubuque, Iowa, to play Clark. It's Peru State at home against Baker. William Penn will host Evangel and Central Methodist. The Eagles will go to Lamoni to play Graceland. In the uh, MIAA, not an easy test tomorrow for the University of Central Missouri Mules. The Mules 0-2 in conference play. They go take on perennial power Northwest, the Bearcats out of Maryville. So University of Central Missouri at Northwest tomorrow. Nebraska Kearney goes to Washburn. Missouri Western's at Emporia State. It's Central Oklahoma traveling to Missouri Southern. Lincoln will host Fort Hayes State. And North Northeastern Oklahoma will go to Pitt State. Right now, four teams undefeated in conference play in the MIAA. You've got Missouri Western at 2-0, Northwest Missouri at 2-0, Pitt State and Washburn also at 2-0. And right now, we got a coach on the line, got Ian Burtz, head coach of the Marshall Owls, I think, on line one. And Ian, appreciate you giving me a call tonight. Uh, good to talk to you again. And uh, it's good. like I say, it's good speaking with you. Yes, sir. Um, thank you for having me on the show. Well, hey, you're you're a favorite of mine. You were one of my students at Marshall, and I'm proud of what you've done in your career. You're doing a great job, and you've taken over the Owl football program. And first year, and tonight you go down to Mexico, you fall to Mexico 35-14. to 14, But I tell you what, they're a solid ball club, aren't they? Yeah, they're well coached. They have some, they have some speed guys, and, and uh, they were able to get our edge tonight. And unfortunately, we were unable to stay on top. Well, you score a couple touchdowns. Talk about your scoring drives, your scoring plays. However, all that happened. Well, we had we had some great drives to open the game with a with an eight minute drive. We just didn't finish uh, that drive. We scored there uh, in the second half. They had a, a pass play, a pretty good sized pass play to Christian Tatum from Jackson Case uh, down the right sideline and and set us up in position for a, a score for Jackson Jackson Case on a quarterback keeper. Uh, and then later in the game. Uh, uh, Stephen Cavanaugh scored on a uh, wheel route down the left sideline. I believe it was about a 65-yard touchdown pass. Well, you know, and, and I know I look, you, and you're playing a tough schedule. Of course, you open up with Chillicothe and Boonville, score once in each of those games. But last week, you put 22 points on the board against Richmond. Tonight, you get a couple touchdowns against Mexico. So I think you can slowly kind of see your offense coming together. Is that right? Yeah, the boys are the boys are getting better and working hard, and uh, we're young up front. Uh, our offensive line it's taking a little bit to gel there, but uh, of course we'd like to have a lot more success. But looking at the small wins, the kids are putting together good drives, and this week especially uh, early, we came out ready to play football and did a great job driving the ball down the field. We just had a, a critical error on a bad snap, and and uh, that kind of put us behind the chains and stalled out that drive, but. I'm proud of the boys, and we got to keep working. Well, and you mentioned some of your kids a few minutes ago. Anybody else play well for the Marshall Owls that you'd like to talk about, Ian? 
Well, I, you know, I'd like to talk about all of them, Joe. And, and you know, they, they all mean so much to me. You know, Nick Arnold is a kid that plays defensive end for us. And Chris Davis plays defensive end for us. And those kids are so giving of their time and energy. And uh, there's so many just like that on this on this football team. And, you know, Brendan Weaver, a senior, ran the ball hard for us tonight. And, and uh, there's just so many to mention. But I'm just proud of our kids. Michael Carver is our one senior offensive lineman, and he played his tail off at left tackle tonight. We just got to keep building on that and, and uh, do our best to put our best team out there on Friday night. Well, you not only talk, start off with a tough schedule playing some very good teams, three of your first four games have been on the road. Next week, you've got Kirksville at home, so I'm sure you'll be glad to, to get back on the, the home field, won't you? Oh, yeah. The boys are excited to get home. Homecoming's an exciting time. You know, there's a lot going on, and family and friends coming back to enjoy the kids and I look forward to that for our kids and we just want to make sure we have a good week of practice to be prepared for Friday night football. Ian, I'm proud of you, what you have done and what you are doing in your career and I know you you keep that program heading in the right direction. Hey, it's always good chatting with you. Give us a call next week after that Kirksville game. We'll talk uh, Marshall Owl football again. I will, Joe. Thank you so much for having us on and I appreciate all that you've done to mentor not only myself but so many in the Missouri area. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ian. All right, that's Ian Burtz, head coach of the Marshall Owls. The Owls come up short tonight. They fall to Mexico, the final in that one, 35-14. They'll be at home against Kirksville next week. Let's take another timeout. Back with more in just a minute. You love Mulch's Country Mart. Now when you don't have time to shop in store, you'll love that Mulch's will shop for you. Just go to MyCountryMart.com or download the app. Start filling your Mulch's Country Mart virtual shopping cart. Select your pickup time. You can even pay online or when you pick up. Try Mulch's Country Mart online shopping today. There are more and more people working from home and students participating in virtual learning. So having a fast, reliable internet service has become a necessity. Green Hills Communications is a local company with highly trained technicians who are readily available when needed. If you're looking for a reliable internet service, then give Green Hills Communications a call. How do you measure success? In points? In wins? trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in our community support, in being there when you need us most. We're your shield. We're your shelter. See Shelter Agent Tara Hilbrenner in Carrollton, proudly serving Carroll County. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI. Here's your host, Joe All. Well, thank you very much, Miles. We have a couple of scores out of the West Central Conference. It was Tipton. The Tipton Cardinals beat Slater tonight, 62-12. to And how about the Cole Camp Bluebirds? The Bluebirds are a perfect 4-0 and the 4-0 in conference play, they're in that West Central Conference. Every game in that conference is a conference game. They've got 10 teams in that conference. Again, we play a nine-week regular season. So the folks in that West Central Conference play a conference game every week. And Cole Camp's undefeated. And tonight they keep it going. They knock off Lone Jack on the road at Lone Jack, 47 to nothing. And a few minutes ago, Tom Hughes talked it over with Cole Camp head coach Kevin Shear. Alrighty, we're here with uh, Coach uh, Kevin Shear from Cole Camp. Uh, Coach, a 47-0 winner tonight over Lone Jack. Nice win for you, week four of the season. Yes, it was. We were able to put some points up, and, and you know, it was 21-0 at half. And 
Uh, we were a little bit frustrated. We made some real mistakes in some drives in the first half, but we were able to come in the second half and get it going a little bit. Keys to the ball game. You said you made the adjustment. What were the keys uh, to the adjustments? Well, you know, for us, really tonight, it was about we had to quit doing things that hurt ourselves, um, you know, from a little bit of a late hit, uh, you know, to, you know, a face mask, things like that, sloppy play. Um, so, really, it was about squaring up the discipline on our football team. Okay. And, uh, Coach, now you put up 47 points, so you had to have several individuals play well for you. Uh, you didn't allow a score, so y your defense also uh, played well for you. You want to uh, uh, give us some of the names of the kids who stood out for you this evening? Yeah, you know, Ethan Shearer, our quarterback, he went for four touchdowns, and, you know, he had a good night running the option. Grant Steenbergen um, was able to get him a touchdown at fullback, and Grady Strathman got him two touchdowns. Um, so, you know, we were able to mix up the scoring there a little bit offensively. Our offensive line, you know, made it uh, pretty successful tonight. Um, now, on the defensive side of the ball, of course, you know, that all starts with a young man by the name of Owen Ives. He's our Will linebacker, kind of runs the show for us. He did a good job. But Mateo Kano and Ben Steenberg, an outside linebacker, did a great job getting pressure um, and making good reads at some outside spots as well. Okay. Now, going forward into week five now, Coach, we're into the meat of the season. What do you got to work on this week? for your kids to get better going forward on to the next game? Well, right now for us, it's still all about self-discipline, um, whether that's in practice and, and definitely turns over into a game. Uh, you know, high school football can get emotional, and we have to keep our emotions in check and play between the whistles. And, and you know, it's all about discipline. Um, so that's what we'll focus on, continue to focus on. And, and like we always talk about, you know, try to get a little better every practice every week, and, and that's what we'll work at. Okay, Coach, you travel to Slater next week. What do you know about Slater? Well, you know, they, they have athletes they can put on the field and on the perimeter, and, you know, they were able to throw a little bit, I believe, in the Windsor game. And, and I haven't looked at their score yet tonight, but, you know, athletes in space, and, and we'll have to do a good job of containing them and taking appropriate tackle angles and, and doing our job and executing as a team defensively. Um, you know, offensively, it, it comes down to execution for us. Uh, we have to be able to execute our option game and, and set up the pass off of that option game, and we've got to do a better job. All righty, Coach. Good luck next week. All right. You have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's Kevin Shearer. Boy, he's a busy guy. He not only is the head football coach at Cole Camp, he's also the head basketball coach. He's the athletic director and probably, I don't know, what else, what else Kevin does, but everything he does, he does pretty well. And his football team's off to a great start right now. Like we mentioned, they're a perfect 4-0. They're one of the two teams still undefeated in that West Central Conference. They're tied with Adrian. Uh, Adrian, I don't wait. I don't have a final. Adrian is leading Wellington. I'm not going to say they won yet, but they were ahead in that game, so we, we don't have a final on that yet. So, uh, but Adrian and Wellington, you know, Wellington's uh, coming in at two and one tonight. So that's a, some good good teams in that conference. But uh, Cole Camp undefeated, and the next week they'll be they'll be taking on Slater. Let's uh, let's take a timeout. Stop the clock just a minute. We'll be right back right after this on the Curly Fifth Quarter. To win in sports, you have to adapt your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Jeff Adams, an Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can be your financial coach. Call 660-542-1629 today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
Is your family growing or can you now afford that property you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to downsize. No matter what the reason, the Community Realty team is ready to lend a hand. As part of the community, they've earned the name Community Realty. Give them a call. They're happy to discuss the business of selling or buying property. Community Realty of Richmond, proud to support the Richmond Spartans. When looking for insurance coverage, isn't it important to have an agent you know and trust to be there when you need them? Local families have depended on Grinnell Mutual and the Kane Insurance Agency for quality insurance protection and friendly personal service for decades. We are proud to count many of our customers as friends and neighbors. Call David Kane at the Kane Insurance Agency for a free quote. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Folks, let's run through a few scores. We've got more scores coming in all the time. We'll, we'll take them as they come in. And right now, let's look. These are all non-conference games in the MRVC East. Uh, it was homecoming at Carrollton. The Trojans fall short to Russellville tonight, 35 to nothing, or 35 to 14. Excuse me. I know the Trojans put a nice drive together late in that game and scored. They score a couple touchdowns, but come up short, 35 to 14. Holden, the Holden Eagles move their record to three and one. They beat Butler tonight at home, 30 to 22. Of course, the Higginsville Huskers, they're on fire right now. They're 4-0. They score 74 points tonight and whip Summit Christian 74-6. And Richmond's also 4-0. The Spartans at home, they beat a good ball club. They beat a good Van Horn team 18-7. And guess what? Richmond plays Higginsville next week. That'll be the first MRBC conference game for both teams. That should be a great game. And that game will be played at Higginsville next Friday night. Over in the MRBC West, there were three conference games. Don't have a final yet on Pleasant Hill and Clinton. Good game in Harrisonville tonight. Harrisonville holds off the Warrensburg Tigers. The final in that one, 28 to. 28 to 24. Let me be sure I've got that one right. I think that's what I had, but I want to be sure right, right score. Although, yep, 28-24, Harrisonville wins it. Another good game, Odessa, a game you had a chance to watch and listen to on midvid.com. Odessa beats Old Grove 57 to 43. With that, the Bulldogs move to three and one. Kansas City Center in non-conference play, they moved to a perfect 4-0. They beat Christ Prep by the score of 45-6. Down in the Lewis and Clark Conference tonight, uh, West Rand and Fayette, that was a close ball game. I don't think I have a final on that one yet. Let me check and see. I don't. I know that game was very close right near the end. So let's see where that one where that one is. I don't. I don't have the final on that. But we do know Harrisburg shut out Paris tonight, 36 to nothing. Salisbury beat. Scotland County 48 to 7. Both Harrisburg and Salisbury are 2 and 0 in conference play, both 3 and 1 overall. Marceline will travel to Hogan Prep. That game will be played tomorrow. Up in the Midland Empire Conference tonight, it was at Chillicothe. The Hornets get their second win, move their record to 2 and 2. They shut out Cameron tonight. Kind of a rivalry game there. Chile wins at 42 to nothing. Huge game in the conference. St. Pius knocks off Maryville, 34 to 27. That game played up in North Kansas City on I-29. If you've been up that way, the St. Pius field sits right on I-29. And I got both that highway and that field was buzzing tonight as St. Pius wins at 34 to 34 to 27. And right now we got an assistant coach on the line. We've got John Pearson. Assistant coach of the Center Ball Club. And of course, I told you just a minute ago, Center knocks off Christ Prep 45 to 6. And John, appreciate the call. And hey, congratulations. You guys are off to 4 0 start. And you guys are getting it done, aren't you? Yes, sir. We got a great group of kids and great group of hardworking coaches. It's been a fun year so far, man. We have, it's, it's a lot of fun when you win, right? 
Well, it certainly is. And you guys stepped outside the conference tonight. You played Christ Prep. And, boy, you got off to a good start. You jump out 28 to nothing at halftime. How would you get that big lead in the first half? What were the keys? You know, it was an all-around game. Offense, you know, controlled the ball, and, and they did some good things. You know, Christ Prep actually took away some of our running games, so we, we had to rely on the pass game early and loosen them up. And special teams created some field positions. Defense got some stops. It was it was a well-rounded effort for sure. Um, you know, like you alluded to, that Christ Prep game, a little bit different for us. You know, we played Excelsior Springs in previous years and then leaving the Missouri River Valley Conference. and. Joining Suburban had to pick up a game, and you know Christ Prep was one and one, and, and quality opponent. We we were excited to play him. Well, and uh, you know you guys have put some points on the board. I'm looking. You've gone over 60 points in two of your games. You got 42 in another one, and 45 tonight. So you guys just very consistently putting up some big numbers on offense, aren't you? Yes, sir. We we have a. Uh, Good skill position players, and we have, we have some good linemen. I mean, I think three or four of our linemen could be Division two football players, and same with our skill kids. We have a you know senior-laden group that have run this offense for a couple of years, and um, they, 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 you know, good, you know how it goes. Good kids make you know silly coaches look smart in a hurry. <laughs> that can't happen, can it? All right. Yes, but, well, who, who I know you probably mentioned a lot of kids that played well. Who stood out for you tonight? You know, Joseph Vick, our quarterback, um, could have played better at times, but, but he hung in there and had some pressure in his face. And was completed 17 to 26 passes for four touchdowns and 306 yards. And then he had a probably had about 90 yards rushing and had a 30-yard TD run. It was a well-rounded game. And, you know, it's funny to say that, but I'll be critical as a coach. Didn't reach his potential tonight, but he hung in there, and, and they did some things defensively that we hadn't seen. And, he, he reacted well and improvised on the run and made plays. Well, okay, so you're a perfect 4-0 right now, and uh, you played the one conference game last week. You beat Oak Grove 61-31, so you're 1-0 in conference play. you got a couple tough road tests coming up. You go to Warrensburg next week, then Harrisonville two weeks from tonight before you come back home to play Odessa, and that was a classic matchup last year. So, boy, you got some, some tough games coming up, don't you? You ain't lying, man. The Missouri River Valley Conference is you can't tackle the run and be physical, it's going to be a long night. And you're right. We, we got the one wing at Oak Grove, but we are getting ready to start the meat of our schedule where if we can't get our pad level low and tackle and defend, it's going to be a long game. So, so we're really going to be testing and see what we're made of the next few weeks. John, always enjoyed the visit. I appreciate you calling us. I know you're up in the Kansas City area, but we've been talking with you every week, and I appreciate you calling. We want to keep track of you guys because you got a good ball club. You're going to make – for sure going to make some noise in that uh, that very tough MRC, our MRBC West Conference. And thanks again. And give us a buzz next week after your trip to Warrensburg. We'll talk again. We appreciate you and all you do to, you know, showcase high school football and our strong young men that work so hard. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, John. All right, that's John Pearson, assistant coach at Kansas City Center. Well, we mentioned, we talked about the Higginsville Huskers, the Higginsville Ball club wins tonight, 74 to six. They beat Summit Christian. Right now, we've got head coach Steve Cook, and Steve's on the line. Let's see, uh, Aaron, I've, I've lost my sheet here. He's on line two. So, Steve, hey, appreciate your call. Congratulations, another nice win tonight. Hey, thanks, Joe. Listen, you guys are starting to sound like a basketball team. It's 74 points. <laughs> I think I think you're averaging 60 points a game. So, boy, you're putting some numbers up, aren't you? 
Yeah, the yeah the guys have, have just been explosive around the football and and all phases of the game. So it's it's just been fun and and uh, they're staying humble about it and you know just just playing the game pretty hard. Well, you know you've had a couple classic matchups. I know the last couple years with Summit Christian. You told me last week you've played them for quite a few years now, but I know the last two years have been very tough ball games. You won them both, but boy, tonight you put I think forty looks like forty six points in the first half, if I'm correct. And how, how'd you score that many points? How'd you get that done so early? Uh, you know we uh, we went on. They they received opening kick, and uh, we were able to. Get, get the defense got us back on the field pretty quick and uh, first play from scrimmage Mason Dukes uh, took it around 70 yards from scrimmage untouched for a touchdown on a counter play uh, our, he does a whale of a job blocking and, and gets limited touches on offense so uh, he was able to pop one and just you know well blocked up and but uh, from from there on you know our just everything was clicking tonight you know sweet play was working well uh, you know, Josiah Golden does a great job uh, leading our huddle and and uh, talking to the guys on huddle and just great command. But the guys up front, offensive line, super physical tonight. Uh, you know, I could name them all, but the yeah. ultra physical on the offensive front. Uh, you know, defensively, we scored a touchdown. Defensively, Hunter McCoy, uh, we had a big hit, a fumble in the backfield, and Hunter McCoy picked it up and ran it 35 or 40 yards in for a touchdown. But we had. Uh, 10 different boys scored tonight so it was fun to be able to spread it around our young guys came in and and had great command of the football game late uh you know so it was great for their confidence and building building for those guys you know you're getting a lot of kids in most of your games they're getting some pretty good playing time and i'm sure that helps probably gives you some pretty spirited practices when these kids know hey i got a shot to play on friday night probably give you a pretty good effort and practice don't they it, they do you know they uh, we had a tremendous week of practice and and that's something something we talked about. We did not have the best week of practice uh, leading up to the Warsaw game, and we still played pretty well. Uh, and we, we put a pretty high price tag on, on hard work and practice this week, and we got it. And, uh, you know, and we, we talked about that carrying over to the ball game. And, you know, from top to bottom on our roster, all the kids worked really, really hard, and, and it paid off. Well, if people want to see a good ball game next Friday night, Higginsville would probably be a pretty good place to go. You entertain the Richmond Spartans. They knock off a good Van Horn team tonight, 18-7. to Van Horn's a real deal. And you're both of you are 4-0. They come to your place. First MRVC East Conference game for both teams. It should be a whale of a game, shouldn't it? Yeah, you know, we're, we're excited. You know, it's first conference game. And, uh, you know, just, just look forward to getting back to it this week. Steve, I was going to ask you, I know uh, you had some good seniors last year. I know Mason Rumsey. I think Mason went down to Missouri Southern to play. How's he doing down there? He he did. You know, I think he's doing real well. I've ran into him a time or two, and, uh, you know, I can't say a whole lot of particulars, but I know that that I think he's doing good things, and I guarantee you he's working hard and, and, uh, you know, and just getting after it. And I was wondering about Kaiser Gonvega. I know he was one of the top kickers around. Did he go somewhere and play college ball also? He is, he is also down at Missouri Southern, and uh, and he's on football and then also going to run on the track team. So, uh, you know, so proud of all those young men. We've got got another couple of young men playing, and, you know, so it's just fun to see that happen. Makes you feel good as a coach when your guys can play at the next level, doesn't it? It, it does. It does. So, but uh, anyhow, you know, we're, we're just real excited and uh you know just thankful thankful to get another friday night in steve always enjoy the visit congratulations you got things rolling well right now and i know you will give us a buzz next friday night we'll talk husker football again 
Will do. Thank you, Joe. Okay, see you, Steve. That's Steve Cook, head coach of the Higginsville Huskers. Let's stop the clock a minute. We'll be back in just a minute. Ready to hit it out of the park? Wait, start start over. Ready for a slam dunk? Hang on. Scratch that too. Score the game-winning touchdown with your finances by choosing Gobbert Financial Bank for all your banking needs. They might be bad at sports analogies, but they've got your banking needs covered. Get started today at GobbertFB.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Ray Carroll Fuels is your local fuel provider serving Ray, Carroll, Lafayette, and surrounding counties, specializing in bulk delivery of fuel and propane for your home, business, and farm. See how you can partner with them and learn more about their fuel stations for your needs. Ray Carroll is a proud supporter of student-athletes. Travis Heeman, Whitetail Properties Real Estate, specializing in farmland, recreational land, and rural estates. Travis offers traditional real estate listings and auctions. Whitetail Properties averages selling a farm a day in Missouri alone. Call Travis Heeman to learn more. 816-529-7704. Congratulations to all the teams. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, right here on Curly Country, 103.9 KRLI. Well, we mentioned that Higginsville-Richmond matchup next week. That'll be played at Higginsville with the Spartans tonight. They beat Van Horn 18-7. Good ball game over in Richmond. And right now, we've got the voice of the uh, Spartans on midbid.com, Don Kennedy. Don, do I, I, I used to call you Donnie. Is it Donnie or is it Don That's now? fine. I'll I, answer to either one of. Them. Well, you're still. I mean, you're 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 a video you're a video star right now, so I got to be sure I call you the right name. You know how that goes. You bet. You okay. bet. Okay. Well, hey, listen, I appreciate you calling and had a chance. I think a lot of people in the area had a chance to watch that game over in Richmond tonight, and the Spartans win eighteen to seven. But boy, not an easy task. Van Horn's got a pretty good ball club, don't they? They do. They do. They've got some speed, and uh, they had a chance. They were trailing twelve to seven in the third quarter and had the ball I looked like they were moving it and possibly a chance to score and go ahead and win the game and uh turnovers that's what got them they had a, a interception in the third quarter that kept them from scoring had the ball again in the fourth quarter with a chance and then uh Murphy their quarterback threw an interception to senior number eight Ballon Stockton who yeah. returned it uh 60 yards for the seal the touchdown there put them ahead 18 to 7. Well, I saw that. I, I we were watching a little bit of that here at the station, and I think the score was twelve to seven, and they got down inside the ten yard line. I'm thinking. Yep. Fourth down and about eight to go, and couldn't uh, couldn't get the first down, so turned it over on down. So that Richmond defense uh, really really stepped up when they had to. And really, you know, Van Horn's an explosive yeah. team, and to hold that bunch to only seven points, pretty good effort by the Richmond defense. That's the fewest they've scored so far, Joe, this year. Uh, Aiden Iveson had a good, another good game for the for the Spartans. He had uh, 28 carries for 175 yards, but got hurt late in the game and went out. Don't didn't see him come back in. And uh, Murphy, their other senior running back, kind of took over as the as the lead guy, and he ended up with nine carries for 45 yards. And Aiden Iveson, he's been putting up some pretty big numbers week after week, hasn't he? He scored. He had a. Uh, I had him unofficially for 28 carries for 280 yards and uh, five touchdowns last week. Yeah. Anybody else that, that so, stood out that you, you'd you like to mention for the Spartans tonight? Uh, sophomore Christopher Webb is holding his own at quarterback. Uh, right now, Donovan Williams, this is the second game he's been out. And, you know, 
They've got a big game next week, uh, first MRBC East Conference game against Higginsville at Higginsville. Yeah, that should be a great game. We just talked to Steve Cook, head coach of the Huskers, and that's a that should be a good game. And it's kind of ironic. I think at least the last three years, the team on the road has won that game. Higginsville's won the last two games at Richmond, and I think the year before last, the Spartans beat the Huskers at Higginsville. So, boy, you, you get those two teams together, just kind of throw everything up in the air, and anything can happen. I'm looking forward to seeing that game. That should so be good. Be, that'll be fun to watch. Donnie, I appreciate you calling. Thanks a lot, and we'd be glad to talk to you every week. It's good to have you on our mid-bid team and broadcasting, covering Spartan football this year. Richmond, a new pickup for us. We didn't cover the Spartans last year, and it's good to have Richmond on the on the regular weekly uh, webcast. So, hey, it's good to have you doing it, and thanks again for the call, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks, Joe. We'll look forward to talking to you again. All I right, Don. It. We'll see you. That's Don Kennedy, the uh, voice of the Richmond Spartans on midvid.com. Well, tonight a game, a big game in the Clarence Cannon Conference. It was uh, uh, Centralia heading into Brookfield, and Centralia, with the win, moved their record to a perfect 4 0s. They beat Brookfield 40 8. And a few minutes ago, Tom had a chance to talk it over with Brookfield Bulldog head coach Corey Luke. All right, now we've got Coach uh, Corey Luke, uh, head coach at uh, Brookfield. Played uh, Centralia tonight. It came out on the short end, 40-8. to, to eight. Uh, Tough coach, uh, tough game coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Centralia is a good football team, but, uh, you know, we turned the ball over five times. Um, it's tough to win like that. We were out physical. Um, a lot of work to do um, on our end. Uh, it definitely wasn't the best. Uh, I've seen our boys play, um, so we got to get after it this week. Okay, so coach, now you came out on the short end, but you had to have some guys play well for you. You you want to uh, recognize those young men? Well, you know, I think uh, I think Devin Parn uh, really uh, played his tail off all game. Um, you know, he played uh, nose tackle and in center for us, so didn't get his name said uh, a, a whole lot. But um, you know, he was he 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 played down to the wire. Um, you know and uh, there was a lot of guys that that, that could be mentioned, but uh, you know I thought uh, he was a he was a positive for us. But uh, you know we got to have more of those guys move forward. Okay, you got uh, Palmyra up next, Coach. Uh, what do you know about him, and what do you have to do to get ready? Well, uh, they are winless right now, but uh, you know if you would have just uh, just watched us tonight, um, and then and then. Uh, didn't know what our record was. You might think we were too. Uh, we really didn't play very well. So, uh, you know, I don't think we're. Um, I don't think we we scrap anything. I think we just uh, put our head down and, uh, you know, you know maybe be a little more prepared. Uh, hopefully it'll uh, hopefully it'll be in our favor next week. All right, uh, Coach Luke, we appreciate you calling in. Uh, uh, hopefully we'll have you back on the line next week. And thank you for calling in. Thank you. Okay, that's Corey Luke, and Corey calls us every week. Appreciate you calling Corey, the head coach of the Brookfield Bulldogs. Bulldogs, I tell you, that Clarence Cannon Conference, you got to strap it on every night. I mean, you're, you're playing the likes of Macon. You're playing the likes of Centralia, Monroe City, South Shelby, a good ball club. Clark County's always good. Brookfield Highland and Palmyra, that's a good conference. So, uh, But Brookfield loses tonight, but I know Corey will, will give us a buzz next week and appreciate the call. Let's take a look at some scores right now. MRVC East, again, these are all non-conference. Russellville beats Carrollton tonight, 35-14. It was Holden. Holden knocks off Butler, 30-22. to 
And uh, Higginsville beats Summit Christian 74-6. And Richmond knocks off Van Horn 18-7. And tonight down in the NCMC Conference, uh, we have uh, all the game scores are in there. Hannibal beats Fulton 48 to nothing. It was uh, Kirksville, a close game early, but Kirksville breaks it open and beats Moberly 34-14. And the, Mar the Mexico Bulldogs, the Bulldogs, even their record, they lost their first two games of the year, but they bounced back now, won their last two. They beat Odessa last week, and tonight they get an impressive 35 to 14 went over Marshall and we got Steve Haig head coach of the Bulldogs on the line and Steve sounds like you got things going pretty well you have your first conference game tonight and you get a 35 14 W yeah it was uh it was a good win good win uh you know pretty uh pretty good battle last week physical game long game a lot of plays and so you worry about a little bit of hangover and um you know, kids getting, uh, making sure they're they're ready to go tonight. And I thought that we came out well. Uh, you know, they they drove on us early. Um, you know, had about a 53-yard drive. Um, we stopped them on about the 15, and then we drove 84 yards for a touchdown. Uh, and then from there on, pretty much uh, took over the first half. Uh, I think we went into halftime uh, 20 to nothing. And then came out and scored on the first play of the second half and got the two-point conversion uh, for 28 nothing, and then got another touchdown to make it 35 nothing. And then we got some guys in the game, and, uh, you know, they let some plays happen. But, uh, you know, overall, first half felt really good about. Made some mistakes second half we need to fix. Came with a little bit of mental uh, you know, I think that's a little bit of hangover and uh, from last week. But uh, happy with the performance. Just uh, need to clean up a few things. Put 35 points on the board, good offensive output. Who played well for you on the offensive side of the ball? Oh, I thought we had some guys. You know, um, Ty Sims has done a really good job, you know, throwing the ball the last two weeks. And, um, you know, he only threw it six times but completed three of them. And, you know, a couple of those we were just trying to stretch the defense a little bit, get them away from the line of scrimmage. Uh, but he had one TD, and uh, he also had 58 yards rushing for us. Uh, you know, Anthony Shivers had six carries for 96 and a touchdown. Andrew Runge had a touchdown, our fullback. Um, he had seven carries for 50 yards. And, um, you know, we, we played with, a, you know, a few short fields. So, uh, you know, we started from the 39 to 38. Uh, and we had a, you know, we had a, uh, a scoop and score from Matt McCurdy on a quarterback sack. So, uh, you know, started with some short fields, and, and but we took advantage of what they gave us. And, uh, you know, I, I, we pretty much probably could have just ran option all night. Uh, it was working, and uh, I think we had one fumble on it tonight. Uh, but all the other ones, Ty was reading well, and we were gaining yards and. Uh, at a click, I don't even know what the average was of it, but uh, I would guess we were probably a good five to six yards uh, a carry um, on the ground. So, um, but it was a good night for the Bulldogs. Happy with how we came out after last week, and uh, you know, coming off a pretty exciting physical win and uh, being able to get back at you know, back at it and put two wins together uh, to get to two and two. You know, I call you part of the even-steven trio, and that trio is you, Odessa, and Southern Boone. You all each played each other to start the season. 
Odessa beats Southern Boone, Southern beach, Southern Boone beats you, and then you turn around and beat Odessa, like you said last week, 51 to 47, and every one of those games went right down to the wire, didn't it? Didn't it? Probably. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, you know, all good games. Um, you know, probably a little bit my fault early in the season. I thought, uh, I thought I came out. Uh, I just didn't think I had us prepared against Centralia. I thought we were a little – um, just a little physically out of shape, um, and that was my fault. You know, it got hot, and I don't know if I prepared us for that. And so um, then uh, coming back against Southern Boone, they played well, had a good defensive scheme. We just didn't much started. And, and then went to Odessa and uh, thought, I play, thought we played really well, added, uh, added another good athlete on the outside to catch some passes and some depth to our athleticism that we already have. I think that uh, that helps us as well. Um, then come out tonight and, and put another good game together. So, uh, you know, we've got a, you know, I tell our kids this all the time. You know, we're all if we can continue to improve, I like what we have, but we just got to continue that to, you know, click it uphill. We can't, um, you know, we can't go, you know, we can't go backwards. We got to keep climbing and and doing things right. And if we continue to do that, you know, I I think that uh, you know we'll be a pretty. Uh, you know, a pretty powerful ball club at the end of the season. A couple big games coming up in two weeks. You got that annual Highway 54 battle with Fulton, but before that, you make the trip to Hannibal next week, and that, that'll be a big game in the NCMC. And, boy, you and the Pirates have had some classic battles in the last few years, haven't you? Yeah, you know, they're, I mean, they're good, and, and they've got, uh, you know, they've got some dudes over there that can play the game of football. Uh, but, you know, last year I thought we played really well with them. I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was a game that um, that prepared us for what we would face and and weeks uh, you know ten and beyond. Uh, but I you know we we I thought we you know we matched their physicality. They just had they just had a lot of guys you know a lot of guys to cover. You know I think they had that this year. I know they lost a few, but uh, um, I think that they played some tough games. You know played Troy and played uh, Elias. Um, they they they've had you know a couple of tough games under their belts and so they're going to be ready for us. Uh, you know I, I I don't know how much they got tested by Fulton tonight, but um, you know I think they're going to be ready for. They always seem to be ready for when the Bulldogs come to town. Well, a couple of good programs. Hannibal finished second in the state last year. You made a deep run in the playoffs also. So that should be a great game. And Steve, always enjoy the visit. Hey, thanks for calling and. Uh, well, I understand you had a little trouble getting through last week. I apologize. We had some phone line issues last week, but I think we've got those squared away. So thanks again for giving us another shot, and we'll talk again next week. Sure thing, Joe. I appreciate right. it. See you, Steve. That's Steve Haig, head coach of the uh, Mexico Bulldogs. The Bulldogs beat Marshall tonight 35-14, to even their record at 2-2. Two and two. Let's take a timeout. We'll be right back. What don't you want when car or truck shopping? Stress? Overbearing salespeople? Struggling with financing? Haggling over the price? Heard enough? There's none of that at Banner Colson Chevrolet because truthfully, they don't like it either. Family owned and operated, doing the best to make your car shopping an easy experience. Banner Colson Chevrolet, Highway 13, Higginsville. The Hamilton Bank has a clear vision for a strong future and a tradition of serving its community at Hamilton, Breckenridge, and Lathrop, featuring new services like the Brella to protect your debit card account and health savings account, along with the traditional services you have come to count on. The Hamilton Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Hello to all of Friday Night's players and coaches. When on this, we know you've made your fans, families, and communities proud. Here at Napa Auto Parts, we are proud to support our communities by offering knowledgeable customer service and quality auto parts. Stop by Napa Auto Parts in Brunswick and Carrollton. Let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in Curly Country. 103.9 KRLI. Here's your hosts, Joe All. Well, let's take a look up at the Midland Empire Conference tonight. Uh, it was, uh, I'm sorry, let's go to the KCI. Let's talk about the KCI. We got all four scores there. We'll talk about the Midland Empire here in a minute. But tonight in the KCI, it was Mid Buchanan. They remain unbeaten. They beat Lawson 35 to nothing. Uh, Mid Buck, a perfect 4 0 right now, 2 0 in conference play. Lawson falls to 1 1 and 2 2 overall. A good one. North Platte gets their second win of the year. They beat Penny of Hamilton 25 24. Sounds like a squeaker tonight up in uh, Dearborn, up in North Platte. But uh, they win that one by the score of 25-24. It was West Platte over Plattsburgh, 48 to nothing. And the defending state champion, East Buchanan Ball Club tonight, they move their record to 3-1 and one as they get a nice win, 33-7 to seven over Lathrop. Up in the Midland Empire, it was Chillicothe. The Hornets not shut off Cameron, 42 to nothing. Savannah remains unbeaten. They beat Lafayette, 69 to nothing in a, a wild game. St. Pius gets a big conference win. They beat 34, beat uh, Maryville, 34 to 27. We just mentioned the Chillicothe Hornets. They kind of had a rivalry game tonight. They take on the Cameron Dragons at home, and Chillicothe moves their record to two and two with a win. It was homecoming in Chillicothe. They beat Cameron, 42 to nothing. And right now we've got Chad Smith head coach of Chillicothe on the line. Hey, Chad, appreciate the call. Thanks. And, uh, hey, a nice win tonight, nice homecoming win. You shut out. I guess a team could call, you could call them somewhat of a rival. You beat them 42 to nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cameron Cameron uh, always wants to, to play hard uh, against us. And um, there's a lot, It was uh, 42 nothing, but it was a hard-hitting football game. And um, they have some good football players. You know, it's homecoming tonight at Chillicothe, and it's kind of a mixed bag. I hear some coaches say, boy, our kids really get up for homecoming, a lot of spirit in the school, and they really play well. And others say, hey, there's so many distractions out there, it's tough to get kids ready for a game. Sound like you didn't have much problem this week. Yeah, I think it was, uh, it, you know, I've been doing this a while, and, and it, it is, there's sometimes it is a distraction, and sometimes like for us this week it kind of helped bring everybody together and i think that we played really well so got everybody kind of fired up and, and wanted to put on a good good show for a, a packed house and, and uh, ended up being good for us let's talk about your defense first you pitch a shutout tonight and you may, must have had some guys that played pretty well on that side of the ball yeah yeah we um our linebackers and and uh and d-line played really well they stopped uh, they run that flex bone and um they uh, stopped up the middle and and, uh, and stopped uh, their uh, their 30 right 30 left dive and then they were we did good on the perimeter stopping their their pitches and, and things like that. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bo Smith and Isaiah Sprong uh, did a really good job in the middle there, and Brody Cairns and Silas Midget. And our linebacker uh, Corbin Rodberg was an All-State last year, and Caden uh, Larson. Those guys were flying around um, and making plays. Filling it out to Caden Potter, and, and he made some really good tackles in the, in the uh, wide open. Well, you jump out to a 27 to nothing lead at halftime. Talk about how how all that happened in that big first half. Uh, they got the first. They actually got the ball first, and uh, they kicked it onside and got it. So we had to 
had to play defense right away, and then uh, they stuffed us uh, their, our first series. And then from then on, uh, I don't think we caught it again. So um, we're just able to run the ball and um, was able to. Griff Bonner did a great job getting the ball downfield to uh, to Max Wagers and had two long touchdown passes. So we were able to run it and throw it, and uh, it was uh, pretty balanced. Well, good win for you, and with that win tonight, you move your record to two and two on the season. You got that opening season win against Marshall, then fall last two weeks to Kirksville and a real good Maryville team last week. Doesn't get any easier. Next week, you go back on the road again. You head into Kansas City to play St. Pius, and they got a big win over Maryville tonight. Yeah, they're they're good, you know. And I've talked to Coach Simone over at Pius, and um, we still had almost 400 yards offense versus Maryville. We just shot ourselves on the foot. Yeah. And uh, just made some mistakes at some really bad times. So I feel like our our guys, if they uh, yeah, have a good game plan and they have a good week of practice. I think we can give them give them a, give them a ball game and, and try to come out of there with a win. So, um, but yeah, there's there's no easy outs on our schedule. Um, the MEC is really really tough, and it's probably the best it's been in a while um, right now. So uh, it's a, it's a tough tough conference. You're right. Got to bring it week after week. We're talking with Chad Smith at Chillicothe. And, Coach, your second year at Chillicothe had a good year last year. You guys wound up pretty high in the conference standings last year. Looks like you're playing well again. Hey, thanks again for the call tonight. Congratulations on that 42 to nothing homecoming win. And give us a buzz next week after that trip to Pius, and we'll talk Hornet football again. Yes, sir. All right. Have a good one. Oh, you too, Chad. Okay, that's Chad Smith head coach of the Chillicothe Hornets. Let's take a look at some other scores tonight in the Clarence Cannon. It was Centralia beating Brookfield 48-8. to Clark County knocks off Highland 50-8. to Macon, they're perfect right now, still 4-0. They're 4-0. They beat Palmyra 49-14 in Monroe City. Top South Shelby 46-8. to Right now you got Centralia, Macon, and Monroe City all 2-0 in conference play. And you've got, uh, looks like South Shelby, Clark County, uh, both one and one in the conference. NCMC tonight. Hannibal beats Fulton 48 to nothing. It was Kirksville knocking off Moberly 34 to 14. Just heard from Coach Steve Haig 35 to 14. Mexico beats Marshall. So first round of conference play in the NCMC. So Hannibal, Kirksville, and Mexico all winners tonight. Well, we mentioned up in the uh, KCI. The East Buchanan Ball Club, they've wound up second in the state, or excuse me, state champs last year. Not second, they were the state champs last year. They're rolling again this year. They moved their record to 3-1. and one. Their only loss this year, a close loss to Savannah, who's undefeated out of that tough Midland Empire Conference. And a little while ago, Chick Miller had a chance to talk with East Buchanan assistant coach Adam Lewis. I'm joined by head football coach of East Buck. Coach Lewis, coach took on Lathrop tonight, three and one on the season. Looks like he had a great game down at Lathrop. Yeah, we play. Uh, Lathrop came out to play us tonight. You know, they they had a pretty stingy defensive plan against us and held us in check for the first half pretty well. Um, and then I think we may have worn them out a little bit and kind of opened it up in the second half. Well, coach, like I said, scored thirty three points. You got to be proud of that defense, only giving up seven points. Um, played some tough D. Yeah, we put, we played really good defense, and actually the the one touchdown they had, we threw an interception um, on offense, and they got the ball down to the one yard line. So, you know, we we really had our backs to the wall there. The first play after we I think stopped them for three yards, a three yard loss, and then they punched in the next one. But after that, we we held them in check really well defensively. Um, you know, we were all over the quarterback all night, and our kids were really flying to the football. You know, hitting people. It was it was a good defensive effort. 
Well, Coach, scoring 33 points, offensive, sounds like it clicked tonight. Who was some of the highlighted players for you, Coach? So, uh, Trevor Klein rushed for 207 yards and three touchdowns. Cena uh, Riley Parker came in late in the game to uh, give Trevor a break, and he had some pretty good rushes. I'm going to guess he rushed for 60, 65 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so I was really pleased with how, how well we ran the ball, especially in the second half. Well, talking about the client, I got saw him, seen him last year. He's a heck of a runner. Got speed burst and uh, load the ground. Um, really special player. Oh yeah, he's a. Uh, after the night, I told that the halftime, I told him he's greasy because he. I mean, he is like trying to tackle a grease pig. He he gets underneath you, he bounces off of you, he'll run over you. I mean, he is. He's a special kind of player. And coach, you know it always starts with that offensive line. So you got to be proud of them big guys up front. You know. Lathrop gave us a little bit, you know, the first half, and, and our offensive line struggled a little bit. But I think at halftime, you know, they got it figured out. And, yeah, they, they came out and, and let it, we performed well the second half. All right, Coach. Like I said, it's 3-1 on the season. Take on Penny next week, conference play. Um, give us a call next weekend, Coach, and tell us how you do. All right. Thank you very much, sir. Always appreciate the coverage. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Adam Lewis of East Buck. Defeating Lathrop tonight, 33-7. Okay, Coach Adam Lewis, one of the assistant coaches at East Buchanan, calls us every week. And, Adam, we appreciate you calling. It's always good to chat with you, and thanks again for doing that. Uh, let's take a look at some other scores tonight. In the Grand River, Gallatin moves their record to a perfect uh, 4-0. They beat Polo at home 46-8. It was Milan leading Princeton late in the game. Don't have a final on that one yet. In Trenton, hey, the Bulldogs, they really had a great turnaround this year. Coach Kevin Hickson's bunch, they're a perfect 4-0. They beat Putnam County 42-20 to tonight. So right now, this was Putnam County's first loss. Adam Hughes' first year up at Putnam County. They came in at 3-0. They fall tonight. So right now... You've got, and I don't know Maysville. Maysville playing at home against South Harrison. Don't have a score on that right now. But right now we know that Gallatin and Trenton are both 2-0 and in conference play. Both those teams 4-0 overall. Putnam County falls to 1-1 one one on the year. And uh, Milan, with that win, they're going to also be 1-1. One one. I say, say don't know about Maysville. If Maysville wins, they'd be a perfect 2-0. Also, if they lose to South Harrison, they would be 1-1. One one. Up in the, uh, we talk about, again, the Clarence Cannon Conference. Uh, Brookfield falls to Centralia 48-8. It was Clark County beating Highland 50-8. Uh, Macon knocks off Palmyra 49-14. Uh, Macon undefeated the Tigers. And Monroe City beats South Shelby 46-8. So right now you've got three teams, Centralia, Macon, and Monroe City, all 4-0 overall, all 2-0 in conference play. Uh, South Shelby and Clark County both at 1-1 one one right now. Well, tonight it was the Holden Eagles. Eagles are having a good year this year. Holden, another non-conference game. The MRVC East, East will start their conference play next week. The West teams in the MRVC have already played some conference games, but the East, they'll have a clean, they have a clean slate right now. They'll start next week. And the Holden Eagles, uh, the Eagles are now 3 and one on the year is tonight they get a nice win over Butler. And a little while ago, Tom Hughes talked it over with Holden head coach David Diener. All right, now we've got uh, Coach Dave Diener from Holden. Uh, coach, nice win tonight. Uh, came out on top 30-22. Uh, talk to me about the ball game. Yeah, uh, you know, it was exactly what we expected. It to be a really tough physical uh, Butler team that wanted to run the ball and was going to make it tough for us to move it offensively and uh you know we were able to uh 
uh, answer on our with an opening drive uh, that get us on the board first, and then right before halftime tie it after we've given up a couple scores and uh, just really to you know just to have a, a halftime where we go in and of course still leave it against a good team. Uh, we knew that we were going to have a real good shot in the second half to be able to uh, finish the game off. And, uh, you know, we had to uh, – Butler's defense is extremely physical and fast and, and has a lot of people in the box, so we knew we were going to have to throw it a little bit. And uh, our quarterback, Aiden Parity, really stepped up and had a big game for us um, in the passing game. And then uh, our, two, our two running backs, Jaden Davis-Hacker and Biko Jenkins, both were able to still – uh, piece together some uh, a couple big runs, field to get us some scores as well. Coach, your defense stepped up. You held Butler to one touchdown in the uh, second half. Uh, who stood out for you on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, our our defensive line uh, together played played outstanding. Uh, our two guys that lead that are uh, Miracle Mabry and Aiden Christian, um, and you know they were they were making things tough. To run inside, and then uh, you know we were able to set edges, and and uh, with Jaden uh, Davis and uh, Garrett Smith, uh, we're able to play a great game as well. And then our two safeties played outstanding. CJ, our strong safety, came up, made a run um, from just outside the box, and then uh, Josh Taylor had two big interceptions. That's uh, one of them to seal the game in the fourth quarter and then another one that set up our first score in the third quarter. All righty, sounds good. Coach, now you open up MRVC East play next week. You travel to Lexington. Uh, it's Lexington's homecoming, so there should be a big crowd there. Um, what do you got to do to, to, to uh, be successful against Lexington? Uh, you know, Lexington, still, you know, they're, they're going to be a, uh, a physical team again. Uh, they're going to put a lot of people in the box to try to stop the run. And, uh, you know, we, we got to continue to keep elevating our own physical level of play. And then uh, just as our, as our passing game keeps getting more and more dynamic, we're going to keep trying to be, you know, uh, a team that's, that, you know, you're going to have to honor both phases. Uh, and if you don't, then, you know, we're going to find what, find what works and, and be able to move the ball uh, different, different ways. Okay, that's Coach David Diener, head coach of the Holden Eagles. Again, they win tonight. They beat Butler. They'll be in Lexington next week. That'll be the first MRVC East Conference game for both teams. So, David, always appreciate the call. And, again, Holden 3-1 and one on the year. David's second year there really has got that program going well right now. Let's take a look at a few more scores uh, in the Tri-County tonight. Some good games there. Blair Oaks. Blair Oaks still a perfect 3-0 uh, and or 4-0. and They beat California 54-14. to Greg Huff's Boonville Pirates, they won a couple of close games in a row tonight. They beat Southern Boone 18-14. Boonville 3-1 after that opening season loss to that opening season loss to Pleasant Hill. They rolled off three straight wins as they beat, uh, they got in week number two. They got that win over Marshall last week. They got a nice win over Hallsville, and tonight they beat Southern Boone. School of the Osage has Eldon their first loss. Osage shuts out the Eldon Mustangs 28 to nothing, and Hallsville bounces back after last week. They beat Versailles 18 to 6. So right now you got Blair Oaks, Boonville, are both 2-0 and in conference play. They're the only teams right now that are still undefeated in the Tri-County Conference. They only had two weeks of conference play, but right now Blair Oaks and Boonville ahead on top at 2-0 and right now. Eldon's 1-1, and 
Uh, Southern Boone is one and one. Uh, California, I think California, they fell to Blair Oaks tonight, so they're 0 and 2. Hallsville's 1 and 1. Osage is 1 and 1, but right now Blair Oaks and uh, Boonville on top. Tonight in the Central Missouri Conference, it was Columbia Battle beating Hickman 47 to 29. Rockbridge knocks off Capital City 35 28. It was Jeff City today, and Jeff City had a good one. Jeff City wins at 42 27 down in the Capital City. And boy, Cardinal Ritter out of the St. Louis area, non-conference all over Elias tonight, 40-14. to 14. That's Elias' first loss of the year. But right now, you look at the conference play right now, you got uh, Rock Bridge vaults to the top of the conference tonight with that win. They're a perfect 3-0. and They beat Capital City. That's Capital City's first loss. So Rock Bridge is 3-0, and Capital City 2-1, and Elias 2-0. and They had a non-conference game in uh, Jeff City. The Jays are 1-1, one one, as is Columbia Battle. Well, tonight it was the uh, Macon Tigers. We talked about Macon a little while ago. They're one of the three undefeated teams in that tough Clarence Cannon Conference. Coach Van Venetta's bunch tonight goes on the road. They beat Palmyra 49-14. A few minutes ago, Chick Miller talked with Coach Venetta of the Macon Tigers. I'm joined by head football coach of the Macon Tigers, Coach Van Anna. Hey, man, 4-0 on the season. Big win tonight, 49-14 over Palmyra. you got to be happy. Oh, very happy. I mean, each time you win, I mean, you know, that makes your week worth it. So, uh, but, you know, it's not about what we did. It's about what we got to go do. And, you know, we're going to enjoy it for 24 hours and, and get ready to go go to work next week. Now, the first three weeks, Coach, I know I think you scored 27 or 30 and then 26. So you went above your average tonight with that 49 points. So your offense had to be clicking. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were doing some good things. Uh, you know, again, Early on, we, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot, uh, you know, missed a couple close passes, uh, you know, which was open. But, you know, in the state sense, we made, you know, the kids made some unbelievable plays, uh, you know, to, uh, to kind of push us forward. Um, you know, my hats off, Palmyra, they came out in the first drive and they drove it, uh, drove it right down our throats and, uh, you know, put it in the end zone and got two point conversion. But, you know, anytime you see an option or type offense, uh, you know, it's one of those things. You got to kind of figure out what you're doing, and kids got to understand the responsibilities. But you know, offense did what they wanted to do, and you know, we beat some time down, and uh, we jumped ahead 20 to eight, um, and then they got us on a on a really nice little you know design play uh, to go in a half, 20 to 14. But you know, we went at halftime. Total offense just keep doing what they're doing, and uh, you know, we just got our backs are just power backs. They just pound on you. You know, our O-line up front just doing a great job, uh, you know, recognizing fronts and, you know, running our scheme and, you know, just opening up huge holes. And so, you know, it's nice to see that. It's, it's a team win, hands down. Um, had a lot of kids do a lot of things for us tonight. And got to be proud of that defense, Coach. We ain't given up 14 points. I think that's like 11-point average so far in this season. So you got to be really happy with that D. Well, I am happy with the defense. And like I said, you know, and I didn't tell them that this week, but, you know, I've seen a lot of option offenses. If you do that first drive, you know, your players kind of tend to want to make plays. Um, you know, but it was a wake-up call just trying to say, hey, you know, when you see option, it's alignment, assignment football. And, uh, you know, once our kids figured that out, uh, I, I mean, we did some good things. Like I said, they hit a kind of like a, a bubble RPO, well-designed playoff option, and, you know, our corner kind of bit, and, you know, uh, they got us. It was a great play. But, you know, we went in the half, like I said, just made some adjustments. Uh, 
You know, I, as a defensive-minded guy, 14 points is still too much. But, you know, like I said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the way they executed. Uh, we had a couple interceptions, a couple turnovers, uh, forced a couple fumbles, and, uh, you know, had, you know, quite a few tackles for losses. So, you know, that, that that's what helped our, our defense out is, you know, we gave up the run a little bit, but, uh, you know, we were able to fly around and, 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 and do some things and, and keep them off guard. Well, Coach, next week you got, it looks like, Highland midseason there. Um, give us a call next week. Tell us how you did and keep it rolling. All right. I appreciate you. Go Tigers. All right. That's Coach Van Benetta of Macon. He's got things going well down there. Like I said, they're a perfect 4-0 and and uh, uh, 2-0 in conference play, one of three undefeated teams in that tough Clarence Cannon. Hey, let's look at some eight-man games. I, I, Is this a football or a basketball score? Oric, the Oric Bearcats. They move their record to a perfect 4-0. They beat Bramer tonight at Bramer 96-80. to Let me run that again. 96-80, to Oreg beats Bramer. I bet that game took a while to play, and I bet the folks that saw that game certainly got their money's worth. It was a battle of Concordia tonight, played on the Concordia Oriole Field in St. Paul. Uh, the Saints move their record to 3-1. They knock off Concordia tonight, 58-20. to It was Santa Fe. The Chiefs are a perfect 4-0. Santa Fe goes into Norburn Harden Central. They get a nice road win, 38-26. to So Coach Danny Caps' bunch starting to roll right along there. Sweet Springs bounces back from that tough loss to Bramer last week. Sweet Springs is also 3-1. and one. They beat Northwest of Hughesville tonight 50-18, to and it was North Shelby. They're a perfect 4-0. They had a great team last year, and again, they're done again. They beat Schuyler County 74-30. So those are some scores right there. Once again, in the MRVC East, it was uh, Russellville beating Carrollton in a non-conference game. It was homecoming at Carrollton. The Trojans fall to Russellville 35-14. Holden, you just heard from Coach Diener a few minutes ago, they beat Butler 30-22. Nob Noster, we talked about Richmond and Higginsville, but Nob Noster also 4-0 on the season. They tonight beat Kansas City Northeast 48-12. So you got Higginsville, Richmond, Nob Noster, three undefeated teams in that MRVC East. Holden, 3-1, uh, and one. so uh, some teams playing well there. And in the MRVC West tonight, it was Harrisonville beating Warrensburg in a conference game 28-24. Odessa over Oak Grove 57-43. Kansas City Center non-conference play beats Christ Prep 45-6. So right now, I don't know. I don't have a score on that Pleasant Hill-Clinton. I haven't been able to get hold of that one yet, so we'll try to get that one for you. But with the win tonight, Odessa, they moved their conference record to 2-0. and uh, with Harrisonville's win, they they fall to, or they move uh, to one and one on the year. Pleasant Hill, if they do beat Clinton, they would be two and zero. Also, Kansas City Center, they played non-conference ball tonight. They're one and zero in conference play, and so so uh, nice uh, nice uh, win tonight for Harrisonville and uh, Odessa and Kansas City Center, the three teams out of the MRBC West. Well, the Fulton Hornets, they fall tonight to Hannibal. Hannibal wins that one 48 to nothing. I really appreciate Coach Dana Chamber of the uh, Fulton Hornets calling in tonight. We'll, we'll get to Coach Chamber's interview in just a minute. But right now we've got uh, a coach from Bramer, Pate Croy, on the line. And, Pate, hey, appreciate you calling in. Boy, what a ball game tonight. Bramer, Bramer falls to Oric 96 to 80. And uh, he's on line one, I think, Aaron. Sorry about that. But 96 to 80. And, man, that, was, that sounds like a pretty exciting game. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely uh, it was definitely exciting. Uh, both teams obviously contended if they wanted to offensively with the football. And 
50-50 going into halftime, so I was kind of hoping we had enough room for points on the board at the fourth quarter. How, how many times did either team stop the other team? Maybe don't have that statistic, but I'm sure we, most teams scored. Both teams scored most times they had the ball. Yeah, I know. I know we never stopped or at Coach Thacker. We never. We could never stop Jackson Miller. So we never got a stop from them. Uh, we threw a 50-50 at halftime. We threw a pick uh, third quarter, and that kind of was momentum change. And they stopped us once and got ahead, and it just kind of scored back and forth from then. So. <laughs> Well, and, and you know, you, you got to feel pretty good about putting 80 points on the board, but then you turn around and get beat by 16, so that's pretty tough to take. But you got some good young kids there at Bramer, I know it. I know, I, I don't have his name, but I know you've got a special young man, your quarterback, that's a sophomore, and he's really putting up some big numbers, isn't he? Yeah, Jordan Haley, is, uh, he's a sophomore. Actually, the majority of our skill players are sophomores, though. We have two seniors, Ben Jordan plays center and middle linebacker for us, uh, Ethan Weber from Breckenridge, the other senior. But, uh, yeah, that, that's heart and soul of the team is mainly sophomores. So, uh, you know, we, we got to lean on them a lot, and it just came down to a tackling issue on defense. Jackson Miller's a heck of a running back. In my opinion, he's the best running back in the state. I think he'd go to a lot of 11-man schools and play, and whenever you hit a kid like that high, it just doesn't work out very well for you. Yeah. Well, and you guys got to feel pretty good about what's happening with Bramer football right now. I mean, you're 2-2 two and two right now. You got a nice win last week against – uh, a, a real good ball club, Sweet Springs, after their first loss. So you guys are playing well, and I bet there's a lot of excitement for Bramer football because Bramer's had some good teams down through the years. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, we we kind of met uh, Coach Hawkins. He he kind of stopped all of us coaches out out the door for the locker room and goes, we can't even say anything really bad about going into this locker room because he goes, I'm proud of every one of them, and uh, you know we was all kind of with him. So. We just kind of hyped him up and was like, you know, we just lost to a really, really good football team. Coach Thacker's doing a great job at work, and he's got those boys rolling. And uh, I just told him if we, we play our cards right, we'll see him again in district. Anybody else you'd like to mention? We're talking with Pate Croy of the Bramer Bulldogs. Anybody else you'd like to mention, Pate? Uh, God, there's score 80 points. There's a lot of names out yeah, there. Uh, yeah. Carter Stu uh, did a phenomenal job. He's another sophomore. Alec Kelly's a junior. Uh, he put up big numbers, and I don't have all the yards, uh, all the yards in front of me. But uh, you know, everything down to special teams. We we got a, you know, I'm, I'm just really proud of all our skill guys, offensive line, defensive line. Like we all worked hard. We just got to fix a few things, and uh, we're going to be ready for Norburn next week. Well, you play at Norburn Harden Central next week, and Pake, it's good chatting with you. And, and uh, is Wes your dad? That's my uncle. That's your uncle. Well, tell Wes hi for yeah. me. Wes is one of my favorites, and so I haven't seen him for a while, but uh, tell him hi. And, hey, appreciate you calling, and you guys, you're getting it done the right way at Bramer. You guys are getting better and better all the time, and we'll talk with you. look forward to talking with you next week after that game with Norburn Harden Central. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, Joe. Thanks for all the coverage. We'll talk to you next week. It's my pleasure, Pake. We'll see you. All right, well, now you're going to get the other side of the story. we got Kirk Thacker of the Oric Bearcats on the other side of the line, and Kirk, I appreciate you calling in. And now, did you guys play football or basketball tonight? You know, that's uh, pretty much been asked that. <laughs> 90, Ninety-six to eighty. That sounds like an NBA game. Oh, it was awful. Neither team played defense. Hold it on. Well, uh, we just talked with Coach Pate Croy, and he he indicated to me that you all scored every time you had the ball. Is that right? That's correct. We never won it once. Never had a turnover. So, uh, pretty happy with that, I guess. Did, did did you break a lot of big plays, Kirk, or did you put just drive after drive together? How'd your offense click tonight? Well, we just uh, drive after drive. Um, you know, uh, I've got uh, the state's leading rusher 
first three weeks in uh, Jackson Miller. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was told, and I did not know this, we had 11 touchdowns in this game. So, from state record, which was set by uh, Blake Buchanan last year with Ben. So, uh, fantastic job by them. I didn't know that he had that. I thought he had like five or six. And I thought a couple other kids. I was just, I was so worried about my defense. I knew my offense was fine. Uh, I pride myself on a uh, good offensive line, and uh, they uh, they just played fabulous. But <laughs> defensively, uh, you know, we couldn't cover uh, uh, our own shadows. So, uh, you know, it was, it was great. It was a great game, though. You talk about Jackson Miller. What year in school is he, Kirk? Jackson is a junior. Um, he's, uh, he's a special kid uh, to me. Um, he and my son... Uh, very good friends. They played basketball together uh, for uh, on the same AAU team since they were little. So uh, Jackson uh, uh, is, is uh, very very close to my heart as well as uh, Dalton was. So um, he is uh, he is also our thumper on defense. He is a uh, he is a great linebacker. Uh, we worked uh, very hard him and I in the uh, weight room and doing uh, uh, band training, uh, trying to get faster and stronger, and boy, uh, it's paying off. But we, we have a couple other kids that are very good, too. We have uh, Jeff Rohde, our running back, uh, our fullback. He moved the fullback uh, tonight. Uh, of course, we had a little bit of an issue, and we had to move our fullback, Milo Neri, down to the guard. And boy, uh, we, we found a diamond in the rough there, and that, uh, he wasn't real happy moving down there, but after the game, he was pretty, pretty satisfied with that. And Xander Stevenson, our quarterback, uh, just invaluable. Well, Kirk, you got it going right, real well right now. You did a great job over at Norburn Harden Central, too. You had a good program over there, and you've transferred over to Oregon. You got it going there. You're 4-0 right now, and next week you're back on the road. You go down to Hughesville to play Northwest. Yeah, the uh, the Mustangs are very tough. I have a long history with them. I mean, uh, Harden Central and NAC. So, uh, Coach Crooker uh, does a good job year in and year out with them. He's got one of the best linebackers in the state, his son. And, you know, it's going to be a dogfight like it always is between the two of us. Uh, we've got to reload and come back. And, and uh, we need to work on some defensive drills this week, <laughs> for sure. Well, so, uh, but, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good game. You know, and Kirk, you look back, and I mean, I know eight-man football is still relatively new at Oric. You've been there several seasons, but you go back in time, Oric had some great, uh, has a great football tradition, at least a couple of state championships. Yeah, uh, they won one back in the 70s, but they also won in 07, uh, 08, and, uh, and uh, you know, and had some good teams right around there with Pat Richards. Um, and, uh, you know, we were we, we knew all about them because we were they were 1A and, and uh, Hardin Central, 07, we made the state championship uh, same time they did. In fact, Ray County had a lot of good schools. Richmond was pretty good that year as well, so it was awesome. And, uh, we lost the state championship, but they, they won it. And so, uh, uh, yeah, we, we know about the tradition. And uh, the boys have all grown up uh, knowing about those, that 07 and 08 team. And so they're, uh, they would like to repeat a little history. And I, I can't blame them. I would like to uh, as well in my last few years. I agree, Kirk. Well, listen, hey, always enjoy the visit with you. Congratulations on the win tonight. 96 points on the board. You're 4-0. And give us a buzz after that game with Northwest next week. I sure will, Joe. Thank you for all, right. all the coverage. We'll see you, Kirk.
That's Kirk Thacker, head coach of the Oregon Bearcats, 96 to 80. A lot of points on the board there. Well, another team that's 4 0, the Santa Fe Chiefs, and the Chiefs are rolling right now. They go on the road as a close game at halftime, 14 to 6. Both teams kind of broke their offenses open in the second half, and Santa Fe knocks off Norburn Harden Central, 38 to 26. And right now on line one, we've got Coach Danny Danny Caps. And Danny, hey, first time I've talked to you this year, and hey, you guys, you got it, you got it going pretty well, don't you? 4 0 right now, a nice win tonight. Yeah, we're happy about it tonight. Um, you know, it was it was a pretty spirited affair, and we're going to need to heal up in the next couple of days. But happy to get a win. Well, you, you're only up 14 to six at halftime. It looks like both teams kind of opened up their offense in the second half. Did you did you change some things at halftime, or just execute better in the second half offensively? I'd say it it kind of seemed like just. Uh, Right there at the end of the first half, we had a 65-yard drive, so it, it just seemed like maybe we got the momentum on our side a little bit and kept it into the second half, and the locker room was very positive at halftime. Uh, we've talked, we talked all week and, you know, prepared this way in practice, but we knew it was going to be a tough game. We knew it would be close, and so... You know, our, our guys were ready to fight through some adversity and persevere through some things. Danny, who played well for the uh, Santa Fe Chiefs tonight that you'd like to talk about? Well, uh, Bryce Hostetter for sure. Uh, just saw the stats and had 164 yards, and this is, I believe, the third game where he's gone over 100 for us. And uh, our Cole Hostetter, our quarterback, also Bryce's brother, had a good game, um, 84 yards, I believe it was. Um, you know, and a lot of them toward the end of the game were pretty much just quarterback sneak. We were trying to run out the clock and get out of there with a couple of first downs. Um, you know, and then our offensive line should be very proud of the way they played again tonight. Um, center Jacoby Case, guards. Uh, Trevor Case, his brother, and Jason Sevenkamp, and then ends um, Landon Hostetter and Carson Menace, who uh, left the game toward the end there, and hopefully we get him back healthy soon. Well, sound like a lot of guys pitched in tonight, and this—I believe this is your third year, third year of eight-man football at Santa Fe, if I'm not mistaken. And sounds like your guys are making the adjustment pretty well. It is, and yeah, I would say they are. Um, now, I've told a whole lot of people that eight-man football might be the uh, the form of football that probably teaches personal responsibility the I had the most, and we're playing a lot better defense this year as a credit to our kids and our coaches. Um, and it, we just understand a little bit better now that the first guy there to the tackle, we got to make that tackle. And, yeah. Uh, we're, we're doing a better job of that. Well, you got three rivalry games coming up the next three weeks with uh, Concordia, St. Paul, and Sweet Springs, three teams that have battled Santa Fe year after year for many, many years. And it all starts next week. You make the trek down uh, down uh, Highway 23 down to Concordia. Yep, that's right. And, uh, yeah, this is kind of our stretch of I-70 games. And, uh, you know, I, I know our kids are looking forward to preparing for Concordia and you know we'll have a good game plan together for them and you know we will be ready as ready as we can be 
Danny, always enjoy the visit. I miss talking to you this year. I used to talk to you on high school highlights every week, and I enjoyed, enjoyed that. But, uh, hey, you got it going real well. You guys are 4-0 right now, and uh, give us a buzz next week after that Concordia game, and we'll talk uh, Santa Fe Chief football again. Well, thank you, and definitely we'll give you a call, and always a pleasure to talk to you, Joe. You too, Danny. Take care. All right, that's Danny Capps, head coach of the Santa Fe Chiefs tonight. They get a nice win as they knock off Norburn Harden Central. Sounds like a good ball game in the final there at 38-26. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll be back in a minute. Woodshed family is working hard for you. Hi, I'm Sharona with Woodshed. Our team focus is offering you quality brands, competitive prices, and inventory to help you get the job done. We are backed with knowledge and experience. Just like coaches and teachers, we are passing it on to future generations because the future matters. Woodshed Lumber and Hardware Supply in Carrollton, Richmond, and Concordia. Consumers Oil and Supply Company in Bramer and now in Trenton are proud to support high school activities, working with farmers, ranchers, and residents, providing all your feed, agronomy, farm supply, LP, and fuel. Consumers Oil and Supply Company serving the area for over 90 years at two locations, Bramer and Trenton. At our bank, quality isn't measured in words, but actions. We've been creating a safe, secure, and strong bank for our customers from one customer to another generation after generation because your financial future and that of your family is never taken lightly. Errol County Trust Company, 100 years strong since 1919. Member FDIC. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Well, we've got all the scores in out of that West Central Conference from tonight. Adrian beats Wellington 28-6. It was Colcamp shutting out Lone Jack 47-0. Midway gets their first win. They knock off Crestridge 26-16. Lincoln shuts out Windsor 24-0. And Tipton beats Slater 62-0, or 62-12, excuse me. So taking a look at that conference right now, you've got Adrian and Colcamp. Uh, both uh, top of the conference, both 4-0 and right now. And again, every game in that conference is a conference game. So Adrian and Colcamp both 4-0. and and Then you've got Tipton and Lincoln. They're both a game back at 3-1. and uh, Wellington Napoleon is 2-2 two and two right now. So you got a, a pretty good battle, pretty good battle in that conference right now. Running those eight-man scores again that we had tonight, Oreg beats Bramer 96-80. It was St. Paul 58-20 over Concordia. Santa Fe, just heard from Danny Capps, they beat Norburn Harden Central 38-26. Sweet Springs 50-18 over northwest of Hughesville. North Shelby over Schuyler County 74-30. So right now it looks like Santa Fe, North Shelby, and Oreg are all undefeated at 4-0. and St. Paul and and Sweet Springs at three and one. Bramer falls to to two and two with their with their loss tonight. Well, we mentioned a few minutes ago we were going to talk to Coach Dana Chambers. We had a couple guys call in live, but appreciate Coach Chambers of Fulton calling us tonight. Hannibal beats Fulton 48 to nothing, but Coach Chambers, as we talked to him last week, has a very young ball club, and Dana, a very positive person, keeping it going there. And a few minutes ago, Tom had a chance to talk with Coach Chambers. All right, now we've got Coach uh, Dana Chamber from uh, Fulton High School. Uh, they uh, hosted Hannibal tonight, and uh, Coach, you came out on the short end of the stick tonight, uh, 48 to, to nothing. Um, talk to me about the good things that your kid did, your kids did in the ball game tonight for you. Or, I mean, just all together, you know, our kids fought. Um, you know, we, we were, we were, uh, you know, we're down, you know, a few starters offensively, uh, defensively. 
Um, you know, uh, you know, going against a team like Hannibal, who's always going to be physical, they're always going to have some athletes. Um, you don't have everybody you need. It. You know, you were kind of shorthanded, but uh, you know, we fought hard uh, defensively. I thought my guys played hard, played their tails off. Uh, you know, they came down. They, you know, they they weren't scared of the challenge. Of, you know, we played. You know, the number one running back in the class of 2024. Uh, he was the heck of an athlete. We came downhill. We tried to, you know, lay the wood to him. And, you know, he bounced off a few tackles here and there, and you know we were eventually able to get him down after you know some, some big games. But um, I, I felt like we didn't back down, and uh, that's what you know you know I'm proud of my boys about. And, you know we'll we'll put this in the rest tomorrow, and we'll move on. Coach, you host a uh, very tough Moberly team next uh, next week. What do you know about Moberly, and and what practice is going to look like this week? You know, Mobley is always a tough team. Uh, you know, they're well coached. Uh, you know, they'll have some athletes ready to ready. You know, they'll have some athletes. They got some big guys up front. You know, they'll be ready uh, to roll, you know, next week. So we got to get in and get focused and get a game plan buckled down and we got to execute. All right. Anything specific you're going to work on uh, to try to stop Moberly? Uh, you know, nothing specific. Uh, you know, the, the, the game plan last week was to focus on us. Um, and, and, and continue to get better at what we do. And as we get better at what we do, uh, you know, we'll be successful. All right, great, great philosophy, Coach. Hey, listen, I wish you well against uh, Mobley next week. Please call in after your ball game. All right, thanks for having me. All right, thank you. Okay, Coach, really appreciate you calling. That's Dana Chambers, head coach of the Fulton Hornets, they fall tonight to a real good Hannibal team, 49 to nothing. Well, let's run some scores again real quickly in the MRVC East. No conference games have been played next so far, we'll, and we'll give you next week's schedule here a little bit later in the program. But tonight it was all non-conference play. Russellville beats Carrollton 35-14, to Holden 30-22 to winners over Butler. Knob Noster beats Northeast of Kansas City 48-12. to Higginsville 74-6 over Summit Christian, and Richmond beats Van Horn 18-7. Don't have a score on Lexington and Southeast yet but right now you got Higginsville, Nam Noster and Richmond all 4 and 0 overall holding 3 and 1 to start the season so those teams all playing well. MRVC West it was Harrisonville beating Warrensburg 28-24, Odessa over Oak Grove a good one a wild one 57-43 and non-conference play KC Center beats Christ Prep 45 to 6. Right now you've got uh, Odessa is a perfect 2-0 in conference play. If Pleasant Hill got by Clinton tonight, they'll also be 2-0. We haven't gotten a score on that yet. I'll try to search. I'm kind of here by myself running. I've got guys help me do the interviews, but I'm kind of running the scores by myself, so I'll try to see if I can round that one up a little bit. And then uh, you've got center, Kansas City Center. They've only played one conference game. They're 1-0. Harrisonville with their win tonight, they moved to uh, one and one. Well, tonight it was the St. Paul Saints. It was a battle of Concordia, as we mentioned a few minutes ago. Concordia against St. Paul, and St. Paul wins this one. The Saints move their record to three and one. They beat Concordia 58 to 20. And a few minutes ago, Chick talked it over with C.J. Gifford, head coach of the St. Paul Saints. I'm joined by head football coach C.J. Gifford, St. Paul Saints. Coach moved to three and one on the season. Nice victory, 58 to 20 of Concordia. Yeah, it was a good win for us. It's always good when you can uh, win that rivalry game. So that it's always exciting to beat the Orioles. Coach, you've been playing great defense. They gave up six points last week, I think it was, and 20 tonight. you got to be really proud. Eight-man football, known for big scores, but you guys have really done very well of keeping the offensive score down this year, seems like. 
Yeah, we've, we've been very fortunate as far as like uh, how we've been playing our defense. Um, tonight was actually a pretty clean game on both sides. I don't think either like Concordia or us turned the ball over. Um, but we played pretty good defense, and you know a lot of that is you know we have great athletes on defense. We we have uh, Jaden Maggart, who's a phenomenal athlete. He was a all-state linebacker last year, and then we have a sophomore, Caden Gallup. Those two linebackers are probably two of the best in the state, I would argue. And then we have good secondary, good line. We're, we're good across the board. And then you got Larry, the legend, Robinson calling the defense. You know that doesn't hurt things either. That's right, Coach. Been there for for a few years, I would say. But it's got to always be fun that most of these kids probably know each other, being they're in the same town. And and how much a rivalry really is that? So it's definitely a rivalry. It's a game everybody wants to win. Um, I kind of joke around. It's more. It has become more of just a sibling rivalry because uh, in reality, like you want to beat the Orioles and we want to beat up on the Orioles, you know. Um, but at the same time, every other week that they're playing, Coach Basie texts me weekly and tells me good luck, and I tell him good luck. And, you know, they're, I, see they, I see their athletes out and about in town, and they always say hi to me. And, you know, it, it's a very friendly relationship. You want to beat them on Friday night, but, you know, the other nine games a year, you want them to win. I understand completely, Coach. 58 points tonight, Coach. You scored some points on the offense. Got you some highlights for us on the offensive side? Yeah, we, we ran the ball real well tonight, and that opened up some of the passing games. So we scored a couple different ways. Um, the O-line, we have a senior full O-line, Christian Anderson. Uh, Caleb Beers is a very consistent center for us, which is phenomenal. Hunter Liedemann, uh, awesome strong guard. And then uh, Brooks Kreisel plays a little bit tight end for us. And they're opening up giant holes for Jaden Maggard. If Jaden Maggard can get ahead of steam and not have anybody to meet him for five yards, Jaden Maggard's going to make some people miss. And he did, and he had some big, big runs tonight. It's great to hear, Coach. So next week you got uh, Sweet Springs. They're three and one. You're three and one. It's going to be a big battle. Uh, Sweet Springs, so it's an eight man's kind of fun, and that uh, you get to see a lot of different types of. Uh, gameplay. A couple weeks ago we had Bramer, which I don't think they ran the ball once against us. Uh, Concordia was a little bit of mix. They had some option, but they really just like to throw the ball. And Sweet Springs is going to be, you know, they're going to line up double tight, and they're going to try and run it down our throats for four quarters and wear you out. So, um, got to be a little bit adaptive, and hopefully we can match their physicality. All right, Coach. Well, this is Coach Gifford. St. Paul's gets the win tonight. Go to 3-1 and one on the season. 58-20 over their in-town rival, Concordia. Coach, give us a call next week on the fifth quarter show. Hey, will do, and thank you for the coverage. Thank you, Coach. Okay, that's Coach C.J. Gifford of St. Paul. Tonight in the Lewis and Clark, Fayette beats Westrand 21-18. It was Harrisburg over Paris 36-0. Salisbury beats Scotland County 48-7. So right now... You've got uh, three teams in the conference sitting there with three and one records overall, both all three two and oh in conference play. It's Fayette, Harrisburg, and Salisbury, all two and oh, three and one all together. And so that conference shaping up also. Let's take a timeout. We'll be back and hear the other side of that battle of Concordia here in just a minute, right after this. We're for the state of Missouri. We're for trout fishing, barbecuing, underarching, fountain swimming, road tripping, and show me saying. We're for people who would live here, people who won't, people who farm, and for people who don't. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance. And if you're a Missourian, we're for you. 
I'm Jason Gant, your Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance Agent. And if you're in Carroll County, I've got you covered. You love Mulch's Country Mart. Now when you don't have time to shop in store, you'll love that Mulch's will shop for you. Just go to MyCountryMart.com or download the app. Start filling your Mulch's Country Mart virtual shopping cart. Select your pickup time. You can even pay online or when you pick up. Try Mulch's Country Mart online shopping today. There are more and more people working from home and students participating in virtual learning. So having a fast, reliable internet service has become a necessity. Green Hills Communications is a local company with highly trained technicians who are readily available when needed. If you're looking for a reliable internet service, then give Green Hills Communications a call. How do you measure success? In points? In wins? trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in our community support, in being there when you need us most. We're your shield. We're your shelter. See Shelter Agent Tara Hilbrenner in Carrollton, proudly serving Carroll County. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Show, Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, right here on Curly Country, 103.9 KRLI. Well, tonight in the Midland Empire, Chillicothe shuts out Cameron 42 to nothing. Savannah beats St. Joe Lafayette 69 to nothing. And St. Pius all over Maryville 34 to 27. St. Joe Benton beats Kansas City Central non-conference play. So looking at the conference right now, you've got St. Pius is 2-0. and Savannah with their win. This was their first conference game, so they're 1-0. So they're the undefeated team. St. Joe Benton also 1-0. So you got uh, St. Pius... And Savannah and St. Joe Benton right now undefeated. St. Pius 2-0, the other two I mentioned 1-0. Then you've got uh, Maryville is 1-1. Chillicothe with their win tonight. They also moved to 1-1 in conference play. So that's always a tough, tough conference right there. And then the KCI tonight, East Buchanan beats Lathrop 33-7. Midbuck knocks off Lawson 35-0. And North Platte in double overtime, North Platte in double overtime beats Penny of Hamilton 25-24. West Pat West Platte beats Plattsburgh 48 to nothing. So right now you've got the two Bucks, Mid Buchanan and East Buchanan, both 2-0. and They're still the only undefeated teams in conference play. Mid Buck 4-0 overall, East Buchanan 3-1. Both teams 2-0 in conference play. Lawson and Lathrop with their losses tonight. They both fall to 1-1 one and one in North Platte and West Platte also 1-1 one one with their wins tonight. Well, we mentioned a minute ago that uh, St. Paul won the Battle of Concordia. St. Paul knocks off the Concordia Orioles tonight in the, on the Concordia field, 58-20. to 20. And a few minutes ago, Chick Miller talked it over with Oriole head coach J.K. Basie. I'm joined by head football coach of Concordia, J.K. Basie. Coach, took on your in-town rival this evening, St. Paul's St. Paul. St. Paul comes out 58-20. to 20. Sounds like a good football game, coach. Um, yeah, at times it was. Um, you know, they got... Uh, they got a pretty good team over there, and Coach Gifford um, has those boys ready to go. And you know, uh, uh, with with Matt Jade Magger in the backfield and, and Christian Bobson quarterback, you know, it's it's tough little two-headed monster they got back there. And and you know, we had, we had our moments, and uh, definitely got some things that we need to improve. Yeah, I'd recently just talked to Coach Gifford, Coach, and one thing, you know, it's a rival on Friday nights, but during the week. You know, he sees some of your kids, and they always say hi, coach, and stuff. So sounds like you guys got some some good friendships over there in Concordia. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, a lot of these kids, um, you know, go to church together. Uh, you know, some of them went to elementary school together. Uh, you know, I think Coach Gifford and I have a pretty good relationship. You know, it's it's fun, you know, out, outside the lines. And um, you get on the field and, you know, it gets a little heated. It's an in-town rivalry, you know. And um, it, it's fun when, when you got a school or a town our size that has, um, you know, two high schools in it. You know, you don't see that very often. And uh, get a chance to play, play some, you know, school a mile and a half away. And, um, you know, have a good time on Friday night. Oh, most certainly, Coach. I understand because I've coached against your baseball boys in the summer probably in the last 14 years. And like you said, on Friday nights, they're going at each each other. But when they come together as a team like in baseball, I tell you what, they're they're hard to beat. Yeah, there's some, some good athletes at both schools, that's for sure. So, Coach, next week you got Santa Fe. Um, is that at Concordia, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, we host Santa Fe next week. All right, Coach. On the offensive side, you scored 20 points. Who was the guys that scored your touchdowns, Coach? Um, our sophomore quarterback, uh, Kellen, or um, excuse, yeah, Kellen Feeney had uh, had two touchdown passes for us, um, uh, and then our our junior backup quarterback who comes in and plays a little bit for us had a touchdown pass, Dylan McGinnis, uh, later in the game. Um, our freshman freshman split in Maddox Inman had two touchdown catches. Uh, and his older brother Riley Inman, uh, our tight end, had a had a touchdown reception. Well, Coach Basie, that's pretty exciting what you just mentioned. You just mentioned a freshman, a sophomore, and a junior just on air. So that's got to be pretty exciting that you got them the rest of the year, and then a couple more years at that. Yeah, you know it's it's good. You know sometimes you hate to throw a you know a freshman and a sophomore in at, at, at key positions, but those are two uh, you know Kellen and Maddox. Those are two smart, hard nosed kids that that like to play football and. Uh, you know they're learning on the fly and um, you know hopefully that means you know good things here later in the season as they get some more experience uh, you know and over the next you know two or three years uh, along with some other younger kids that are getting some time and um, yeah those, those guys are gonna gonna be big keys you know we, we've got seven seniors this year um, you know Riley Inman are tied in and um, uh, Ryder Wilkins um, our tailback uh, slot receiver who, who does just about everything for us as well um, you know, teams are starting to kind of take him away a little bit. Um, so, you know, Maddox being able to step up as a freshman and, and make some big catches throughout the game. Uh, you know, he didn't just have the two touchdown receptions. He had a lot of good possession receptions that, uh, you know, got his first downs and, and things like that. And, you know, Kellen played for us last year as a freshman at, at split end and uh, learned a lot there. But, you know, going from split end to quarterback, that's, uh, that's a big change. And, and he's learned, kind of learning on the fly and doing some good things. All right, I'm talking to Coach Casey, J.K. Basie of Concordia. They fall to St. Paul's tonight. Coach, you got Santa Fe next week. Give us a call in the fifth quarter show. Will do. Thank you. Okay, one wild and crazy game in that KCI conference. We mentioned a minute ago that North Platte and Hamilton hooked up in a classic. Game goes two overtimes. North Platte, with that win, they move their record to 2-2 two and two on the year, 1-1 one one in conference play as they beat Penny of Hamilton 25-24. to 24. And a few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with North Platte head coach Jared Quigley. All right, here we go. We've got Coach uh, Jerry Quigley from North Platte on the line. And, Coach, uh, you had the thriller in Manila tonight. Yeah, it was, it was a really fun one. Double overtime, uh, come comeback. Uh, we were down 12 nothing at, at the halftime, and I'm really proud of how the boys just kind of rose up to that adverse situation and kept their kept their spirits up. And we came out in the fourth quarter and had a couple fourth down stops and uh, ended up scoring 
two touchdowns by Colton Kirkham on, on the ground and tied it up 12-12 with just a couple seconds left in the game and uh, took it into took it into overtime and they they finished really strong. Now, Coach, that evens your record uh, on the season at two and two. Uh, with that in mind, as you head to get ready for Plattsburgh this next week, what do you got to work on? Um, you know, we still are, are making a lot of mistakes on, on our end, um, defensively, offensively, and uh, even in the special teams game. So, you know, we're really going to focus on us and cleaning up some of our mistakes uh, that, that we're having um, on kind of all areas of the field. All right, Coach. And now, again, going back to tonight's ball game, 25-24, double overtime win. You had to have some folks really stand out for you uh, in, in both ends, defensively and offensively. Uh, you want to recognize some of those guys? Yeah, you know, uh, quarterback Colton Kirkham just played a, a great game on both sides of the ball, but um, late in the game, fourth quarter, he kind of took that fourth quarter into his hands and had uh, two big touchdown runs. And um, in, the, in the first overtime, he threw uh, probably about a 20, 30 yard touchdown pass to Waylon McCracken, uh, caught it in the back of the end zone on third or fourth down. And then um, in the second overtime, he threw one uh, up to Caden Mullendore, who just came down with it in the back of the end zone. Mullendore had a lot of great catches tonight. And, um, up front, our line played played great. Um, defensively, Jesse Williams, he caused a lot of havoc in there. Seth Cruz did a great job setting the edge. And, uh, my linebackers, um, Liam Service, Chance Garber, and Owen Stockbauer, they, they made a lot of plays, man. So um, it was nice to have Liam back. He was out last week, and uh, we're a little bit different team when he's playing on, uh, on the defensive side. All right, Coach, you had to get the extra point in the overtime. Was it? What did you do for that extra point? You kicked it in, I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's kind of a risky call. Uh, we tried a field goal uh, in the first quarter that got blocked. We tried the extra point after both of our touchdowns, and uh, those got blocked. So, um, it's kind of actually, they blocked one in the first overtime as well, so. Uh, it was a little risky going going with it, but uh, you know our, our kicker Dylan Armstrong uh, did a great job putting that thing through there. Okay, that's Jared Quigley. Jared, the head coach of North Platte, and again they win tonight a thrilling ball game. They win it in double overtime, and with the win, North Platte moves their record to two and two, one and one in conference play. They beat Penny of Hamilton twenty-five to twenty-four tonight. Uh, once again in the NCMC tonight, Hannibal beats Fulton 48 to nothing. It was Kirksville over Moberly 34 to 14. Mexico beats Marshall 35-14. First week of conference play in the NCMC, and that means so right now it looks like that uh, Kirksville, Hannibal, and Mexico all 1 and 0 in conference play. Tri County tonight, all four games we got the scores there. It was Blair Oaks beating California 54 to 14. Boonville holds off Southern Boone 18 to 14. School of the Osage hands Eldon their first loss. Lost 28 to nothing, and Hallsville beats for sales 18 to six. Looking at that conference, Blair Oaks a perfect 4-0. They're 2-0 in conference play. Boonville also 2-0 in conference play. Greg Huffsbunch 3-1 overall. Uh, Eldon right now. Eldon that's their first loss tonight, so they're 3-1, 1-1 in conference play. Southern Boone also 1-1 in conference play. They're 2-2 overall. 
Hallsville one and one as is school the Osage in the Tri-County well tonight the Salisbury Panthers talk about the Panthers down in the Lewis and Clark Conference they lost that first game of the year to Father Tolton since that time they reeled all three straight wins tonight they beat Skyland County 48 to 7 a few minutes ago Tom talked it over with the Salisbury head coach Oren Magruder okay up next is coach Oren Magruder from Salisbury uh a nice win tonight, 48-7 to over Scotland County. Uh, Coach, congratulations on the win. Um, keys for the ball game. Oh, I, I just think we got a hungry group of kids. You know, they played hard, and, um, you know, I tried to keep them focused on the homecoming thing too much, and I think they did a good job being mentally in the right place and then physically just playing hard. You know, they were, they were really focused. They really wanted this one, and um, it's a good – team effort lots of people touch the ball lots of people score touchdowns so this is a good group effort tonight all righty coach uh and, and i know you're saying lots of kids touched it uh who stood out for you uh both on the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball uh you know once again i think we had uh three receivers over 90 yards receiving um dana white had 125 yards receiving uh london white had a 111 yards receiving uh, Eli Weckenberg had over 90 yards receiving, and then uh, Jake Sellers had over 40 yards receiving. Um, you know, Ryan Bender, our quarterback, I think he was 17 to 29 for 354 yards with four touchdown passes. Um, Tyson Parker, I think he was right close to 100 yards rushing. So, you know, lots of guys doing good things. Uh, you know, that's a lot of that's attributed to the offensive line just flat out getting after it. And uh, defense, you know, uh, uh, it was just a really good group effort. Everybody did a good job of just uh, being where they're supposed to be and doing their job and rallying and tackling. You know, uh, London White was in the backfield a lot tonight. And Mason Stapleton and Eli Jackson in the middle of the defense ran on a lot of tackles. Uh, just a lot of half to the ball tonight. Coach, it seems like with all the people you reeled off with all the catches tonight, uh, were you primarily a, a passing offense this evening? Uh, I think we were around... 360 passing and uh, 150 rushing so you know it's decently decently balanced you know I mean that's we kind of took some big shots with the pass game but uh you know we're still able to run the football but uh really we just try to take what they give us and they gave us a lot of short stuff early on and then they kind of tightened up and gave us some deep passes later on uh we just adjusted to what they gave us and I thought the kids did a good job of responding to that and whatever was called they went and executed Coach, you got a big Lewis and Clark game up next uh, Friday night. You got Harrisburg. Uh, what do you expect, and what are you going to have to work on this week? Uh, you know, this is going to be a very mental week for us because they uh, schematically do some things that really put your defense in a bind. Uh, you know, they'll use the same personnel. They'll be in trips one play, and then the next play they're going tight and uh, running power stretch, whatever. And so, really defensively, it's got to be a very uh, you know, mentally on task kind of week for us so we can get our defense assignments down. And, um, you know, offensively, I think we can still execute better. We're, we're really, we were pretty good tonight, but I think there's some, still some stuff we can clean up. Um, but, you know, this is, this is a big week for us, and I think the kids, uh, you know, I think they'll respond. All righty, Coach, thank you so much for calling in uh, this evening, and good luck next week. Hey, thanks, sir. We appreciate your coverage. Thank you. 
Okay, that's Orrin Magruder. Salisbury moves to three and one. They win tonight very impressively, 48 to seven. Also two and zero oh in conference play. One of three teams at two and zero oh in that Lewis and Clark conference, along with Fayette and Harrisburg. Let's take a quick timeout. Back with more on the Curly Fifth Quarter right after this. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. The same concept can be applied to investing. Hi, I'm Jeff Adams, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis can really add up. We call this systematic investing. Though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to make market volatility work for you. Call me at 542-1629, Edward Jones, member SIPC. Is your family growing or can you now afford that property you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to downsize. No matter what the reason, the community realty team is ready to lend a hand. As part of the community, they've earned the name Community Realty. Give them a call. They're happy to discuss the business of selling or buying property. Community Realty of Richmond, proud to support the Richmond Spartans. When looking for insurance coverage, isn't it important to have an agent you know and trust to be there when you need them? Local families have depended on Grinnell Mutual and the Kane Insurance Agency for quality insurance protection and friendly personal service for decades. We are proud to count many of our customers as friends and neighbors. Call David Kane at the Kane Insurance Agency for a free quote. Ready to hit it out of the park? Wait, start start over. Ready for a slam dunk? Hang on. Scratch that too. Score the game-winning touchdown with your finances by choosing Goppert Financial Bank for all your banking needs they might be bad at sports analogies but they've got your banking needs covered get started today at coppertfb.com equal housing lender member fdic let's get back to some high school sports on the fifth quarter show right here in curly country 103.9 krli here's your hosts joe all well, tonight in the West Central Conference, Adrian beats Wellington Napoleon 28-6. Colcamp shuts out Lone Jack 47-0. Midway gets their first win. They beat Crestridge 26-16. Lincoln shuts out Windsor 24-zip and Tipton 62-12 over Slater. So right now you got Adrian and Colcamp atop the conference at 4-0. Tipton, Lincoln, and Wellington Napoleon all a, or I'm sorry, Wellington Napoleon's two games back at 2-2. Two two. Tipton and Lincoln one game back at 3-1 in that conference and then in the grand river you had uh, tonight it was milan beating princeton 34 to 14 trenton knocks off putnam county 42 to 20 that's putnam's first loss in gallatin they moved their record to 4-0 they beat polo 46 to 8 right now you've got gallatin and trenton tied atop the grand river conference both at 2-0 both 4-0 overall and a few minutes ago chick miller had a chance to talk it over with gallatin head coach chris holt I'm joined on the fifth quarter show by Gallatin's head coach, Coach Chris Holt. Big win tonight, Coach, 46-8 over Polo. You got a rolling up there at Gallatin. It's, uh, it's definitely the start. So uh, tonight was a pretty physical game. You know, I mean, the scoreboard is what the scoreboard is, but tonight, and, uh, you know, it was a physical game most of the evening. Well, Coach, all season you've played some great defense. If I'm not right, I'm not wrong. I think you've gave up maybe 35, 36 points all season. So your defense is tough. It it's been good for sure. Varsity defense has given up two touchdowns on the season, so um, it's been really, really solid. We gave up one tonight. That's the first one we've given up since week one. So um, the varsity has definitely been pretty solid. But you know we're a veteran group, so you know when you're an old group and you've been playing a lot of football. Um, and coach you've been scoring a lot of points too you're averaging around 42 43 44 points a game in every game and you got the offense going like you said that veteran group it really helps out 
you know, they know what they need to do and, and how to do it, and they're getting it done right now. How about the offense? How would you like? Who would you like to uh, give some props out to? Well, yeah, we've changed. You know, this is year one, of course, so they were kind of a they've been a spread attack the last several years, and you know, I'm an old wing T guy, so we you know we brought in that crazy offense, and so we're running the football, and uh, um, we've had a really really good year. Um, Peyton Fife is. He's definitely had a great year for us running the ball, scoring a lot of points. Draven Wright, Logan Botcher. Um, it's, we're old. I mean, we got senior, three senior running backs. Uh, Peyton Baker's my quarterback. He's a junior. Um, he gets us in everything we need to do. We're efficient in the passing game. We're not throwing it a ton, um, but we're doing what we need to do. Well, and like you said, they went from the spread to the, to the wing offense, and it can be a difficult thing to defend i know i'm trying to get my third and fourth graders to run and they look at me like crazy you know they want me just to spread everybody out and throw and i, and I told the boys if, if you if this is an offense you can master you can be deadly and gallatin is the case of that wing offense and that's what you guys are doing pretty big for a small school you know, my offensive line defensive line you know we're, we're pretty solid kids so um and, but like i said we're old so when you're old you should be solid and um, we're reaping those benefits right now as coaches. All right, Coach. Well, Gallatin goes 4-0 on the season. Take on Maysville next week. Coach, give us a call here on the Curly Fifth Quarter Show. I can do it. All right. Thanks, Thank Coach. Thank you, Coach. Okay, that's Coach Chris Holt of the uh, Gallatin Bulldogs. They win tonight. That's Chick Miller interviewing Coach, and they're perfect 4-0. One of two teams undefeated. They and Trenton both undefeated in that Grand River Conference. Well, it was homecoming tonight at Carrollton as uh, Russellville comes in and knocks off the Trojans 35-14. to 14. And right now we've got Jason Maiden, head coach of the Trojans. Jason, appreciate you staying up late to talk with us. And I know you probably stay up late after the game anyway, but uh, you fall 35-14. to 14, But I saw, I got a chance to watch that last drive. You put a pretty good drive together near the end of the game and put six, put seven on the board. Yeah, we did. Um... We started the game off with the ball and drove the ball really well and ended up throwing an interception in the red zone. And I thought we moved the ball well all night. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to get some of the young guys in at the end there and get our freshman quarterback, Luke Backus, in the end zone. And our senior running back, Aiden Carpenter, really ran the ball well all night. And he got the other touchdown force as well um, early there in the first quarter. And, you know, there's a lot of positive things to build off of, but also a lot of things we still have to fix. Well, I know, but you seem like it sounds like your Trojans, even though maybe it doesn't show up in the win column yet, sounds like you're getting better each week. We are getting better. I feel like we we took a step forward this week, even though the scoreboard didn't show that um, with a win. But um, there, like I said, there's definitely some positive things to build from, and which is what we need heading into a tough conference play next week. Well, I think one of the big things in your favor, you got quite a few kids out. You got good numbers, don't you? Yeah, we do. We uh, we are at 36 kids total this yeah. year. So, well, and you got a lot of young ones, uh, I think, too. To yeah, we we, we do. We are uh, we have 12 freshmen, I think 10 sophomores, and that accounts 22 of the 34. So we are we're young on the young on the roster, and we got a good group of six seniors and six juniors that are leading the way for us, showing the young guys and uh, get this thing turned around the next year. So. Jason, who played well tonight for the Trojans? Uh, Parker Minnick threw the ball well. Um, Houston Varner had a couple big catches. Um, Aiden Carpenter and Porter Iser ran the ball well out of the backfield. And, you know, our, I thought our O-line really got a good push up front. 
um, and we were able to do some of the things we wanted to do in the run game. And it kind of opened up the pass game a little bit too with with uh, with Houston and and White team and had a big catch another senior wide receiver. So um, yeah, you know, it's just you know, it's not always as good as you hope on film, but it's not always as bad as you think it is on film either. So. You know, I uh, had a chance to talk to Chad Smith up at uh, Chillicothe. He was homecoming up there today, too, and I said this to him. I say, you know, for some coaches, they like homecoming. It, it has a lot of spirit in the school, a lot of good stuff going on. Other coaches will say, hey, a lot of distractions going on, too. How would you feel? Was it a pretty good week, homecoming? Yeah, it was. We had uh, our powder puff football Wednesday night bonfire and um, had some volleyball and softball games that were at home and you know I, I felt the support was there for everything we had a really good turnout at, at all the stuff we wanted to do and the kids built floats and did all the stuff they want to do all week and ended with a football game I just wish it would have been a little bit different of an outcome for us but um, we fought and the kids battled all night until the end and we'll get back to work Monday morning well, next week starts a new season, MRVC East Conference play. you got a 4-0 team coming to Carrollton, Knob Noster. They're off to a good start, and they'll come in here next Friday night. Yeah, I know Coach uh, Franklin. I uh, met him this spring. I know he's doing a good, great job over there. You know, Knob's always a tough opponent, and uh, but uh, every opponent we're going to face for the next five weeks is going to be a tough opponent in this conference. So, um We'll, we'll look forward to the challenge and, and see what Knob looks like on film and get back at it. You and Knob's head coach, Michael Franklin, have a lot in common. Both of you were excellent football players at Missouri Valley College. And, Jason, i got to tell you, I miss seeing you punt on for on Saturdays. You really you really had four good years at Valley, and you had some good teams down there. and You just had a great career, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We had some really good teams. Um, you know, won four conference championships in a row, made a semifinals appearance. And I think I just missed Coach Franklin. Uh, I think he left maybe a year or two before I okay. arrived. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've heard about him playing down there, and I know he's doing a great job coaching Knob Noster this year, and, and we'll look forward to seeing him next Friday night. Hey, Jason, appreciate the call. Tough loss tonight, 35-14, but I know you saw some positives. Give us a buzz next week after that conference opener with Knob Noster. We'll talk Trojan football again. I will, Joe. Thank you for all you all do. Tell Rachel hi for me. I will. I will. Thank you, Joe. Okay, we'll see you, Jason. That's Jason Maiden, head coach of the Carrollton Trojans. Trojans fall tonight, 35-14. to Well, tonight, the uh, Putnam County Midgets, kind of a unique nickname, the Midgets, Putnam County Midgets, they lose their first game. They lose to uh, a real good a real good ball club in that, up in that, uh, their tough conference that they're in as they fall to an undefeated Trenton team, 42-20. to And a few minutes ago, Chick had a chance to talk it over with uh, Putnam County head coach Adam Hughes. I'm joined by Putnam County's head coach Adam Hughes. Coach had a tough one night. Took on a very, very good Trenton ball club. We did. They were, you know, they were well coached, well prepared, and um, you know, very big, very physical, and you know, they they were able to come out on the better end of it tonight. Well, it looked like halftime was 26 to six, um, coach. Anytime this year, first loss, three and one on the season, so. What was some of the things that you may have made, like mistakes and stuff like that, that you did in the first three weeks, or was Trenton just, uh, you know, a better ball team tonight? Well, you know, the, the two of our three wins, we we spotted teams, you know, twenty two or three scores, 
and we've been able to fight back out of it in the, in the second half in the fourth quarter, and we just weren't quite able to do that this, this time. We we got it down to a two-score game, and then um, then actually, you know, we had a long touchdown run that got called back for a um, you know block in the back call that that switched that momentum of it, and um, that would have made it into a one-score game at that point in time, and that kind of shifted the momentum their direction, kind of the, for the, the rest of the game there. Well, Coach, like we said, very fine football team up there in Putnam County. Three wins on the scene, on the season so far. Drop this one tonight, 42-20 to 20 versus Trenton. Next week you got Princeton. And um, anything um, you know about them yet, Coach? You know, we haven't watched much of them yet. I know we saw them in our jamboree. They're, they're, they're low in numbers, but they're a physical football team. And, you know, they play really, really tough. They run a, like, single-wing offense that – they get behind those offensive lines and they run downhill really well. And um, I know they're they're probably I think I don't know what happened tonight, but I, I'm I last I heard that they were down pretty big in the third quarter. So um, you know we expect they're probably 0 and 4, but they're going to be hungry for a win, and we're going to be coming off a loss, so it gives them a great motivation. And we're going to have to prepare and be ready to go, and you know because we know we're going to get their best, and we got to hope we can give them our best. All right, before we leave the coach tonight. Any players you'd like to uh, mention here on the radio for the listeners? You know, I, I don't have anyone in particular. Uh, we got we have a lot of guys that that, that played really really hard tonight. Um, I'm very proud of the way we, you know going down 26-6 at halftime, the way our kids fought back in the second half and got it to that two score game, and just weren't quite um, um, able to finish it and fix it. But we, we you know we're gonna, we're going to keep going after it and get better and get it done um, next week. All right, Coach Hughes, we appreciate your call. Fifth quarter show, Putnam County Falls, 42-20 to to Trenton. Still 3-1 on the season, Coach. Give us a call next week. I will do that. Thank you very much. Okay, Coach, appreciate Adam Hughes giving us a call. Adam, the head coach at Marshall the last few years, has moved up to Putnam County and got the midgets off to a good start. They're 3-1, 1-1 and one, one and one in conference play. Well, we'll get to Coach Steve Hopkins here in just a minute. Real quickly, in the MRVC East, you've got uh, three teams right now with win well tonight the winners were Russellville beats Carrollton Holden over Butler Knob beats Northeast these are all non-conference games Higginsville over Summit Christian Lexington beats Southeast we haven't given you that with Lexington 18 to 6 over Southeast Richmond beats Van Horn 18 to 7 and so you've got Higginsville Knob and Richmond all at uh, 4-0 right now Holden is uh Three and one, and Lexington gets their second win. They're two and two in, in uh, overall play. Conference play starts next week. The MRVC East. It'll be the Knob Noster will come into Carrollton. You just heard from Coach Jason Maton. Holden will travel to Lexington next week, and that big matchup we've been talking about. It'll be Richmond going to Higginsville next Friday night in the MRVC West tonight. Pleasant Hill beats Clinton 45 to 13. Harrisonville 28-24 over Warrensburg. Odessa beats Old Grove 57-43. Non-conference play. Kansas City Center beats Christ Prep 45 to six. Right now you got Pleasant Hill and Odessa both two and zero in conference play. Center one and zero in conference play. Those are the undefeated teams in that conference. Next week, Center they'll make the trek to Warrensburg. Clinton will be at Oak Grove next Friday night. Harrisonville will go out of the conference. They'll take on Summit Christian Academy, and it'll be Oak Grove. They will be entertaining Clinton next Friday night. All of that in the 
in the MRBC West. Now, I don't know if I mentioned this one. Pleasant Hill will be home to take on Odessa. I don't know if I mentioned that one or not, but that'll be a big game. Both those teams undefeated in conference play. Uh, Odessa will travel to Pleasant Hill. Well, tonight, Harrisburg, the uh, Harrisburg Ball Club, they moved to 3-1. and one. They're 2-0, and oh, one of the leaders in the Lewis and Clark after two weeks of play. And a few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with Harrisburg head coach Steve Hopkins. Here we go. All righty, now we've got uh, Coach Steve Hopkins from uh, Harrisburg, a uh, 36 nothing winner this evening. And, um, Coach, you might just share with everybody else what you just shared with me. <laughs> we really had a herky-jerky first quarter. We did not play very well. Uh, had to punt a couple times. And it was, honestly, a lot of times we were shooting ourselves in the foot. We had a bad snap. We had, you know, a key penalty at a, at a moment where we had a big game wiped out. But, boy, in the second quarter, we really came alive and kind of started at the end of the first quarter, got three quick touchdowns. And then really maybe the turning point was right before the half. They had first and goal at the two, and we stopped them. We, we stuffed them on two straight running plays and on fourth down tackled the quarterback for a loss. And that could have been a real game changer. If they score right there and they get the ball to start third quarter, <laughs> excuse me, that could have been a bad thing. But instead, you know, we turned them away there. And then in the fourth quarter, we had um, a really nice finish to the game. Our sophomore quarterback threw his third touchdown pass this time, and then we had a freshman score a touchdown late, and that, that put the game away. All right, so, Coach, uh, next week uh, you've got Salisbury, and they had a nice win tonight as well, and you both are going into that ball game at 3-1. and one. Uh, what are you going to have to do to get your kids ready for that ball game? Well, their linemen blot out the sun. They are huge. They are not just great big kids. Many of them are long-arm kids. So we got to find a way to seal off their running lanes. And to be honest, they do a great job of just their zone blocking scheme. They can run it and they can throw it. And then we got to find a way to get to the quarterback, even if we don't sack him. We need to get to him and pressure him. So I think we have very, very good defensive backs and good schemes with our DBs. And you can't cover people forever. you got to get pressure on the quarterback so that the DBs can play aggressively. So our focus this week will be first on the run game again. We, we really need to take that away, and that will be our main focus. And then we've got to find a way to not just cover people, but to get heat on the quarterback. All righty. Now, Coach, this, this is a big game. This is a big Lewis and Clark game. Uh, again, you're both 3-1. and one. Uh, Shouldn't have a problem getting your kids up. Uh, it should be pretty easy for that, yes? Well, then it's also homecoming week, so that just complicates everything. Every head coach hates homecoming week, and yet it's such a key part of high school. I understand they, they deserve to celebrate all that. I do look forward to having some kids come back. And we need to focus on what we do. And we're going to focus on getting better at practice each day this week, and we'll hope those other activities are enjoyed but not a distraction. All righty, Coach, thank you for calling in. Uh, congratulations on the win. Call us next week. We will. We appreciate all your all's coverage. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's uh, Steve Hopkins of Harrisburg tonight in the Lewis and Clark. Fayette beats Westrand 21-0. As you just heard, Harrisburg over Paris 36-0. Salisbury over Scotland County 48-7. Marceline will travel to Hogan Prep tomorrow. Right now, Fayette, Harrisburg, and Salisbury all 2-0 in conference play. Next week, it'll be Fayette. They will hit the road to Marceline. You just heard Harrisburg will host Salisbury. Both those teams undefeated in conference play. 
uh, Marceline, who said will be at home against Fayette. Paris will be at home. They will entertain West Strand next week, and it'll be Scotland County that go out of the conference. They'll host Russellville. Let's take a timeout. Back with more right after this. Ray Carroll Fuels is your local fuel provider serving Ray, Carroll, Lafayette, and surrounding counties, specializing in bulk delivery of fuel and propane for your home, business, and farm. See how you can partner with them and learn more about their fuel stations for your needs. Ray Carroll is a proud supporter of student-athletes. Travis Heeman, Whitetail Properties Real Estate, specializing in farmland, recreational land, and rural estates. Travis offers traditional real estate listings and auctions. Whitetail Properties averages selling a farm a day in Missouri alone. Call Travis Heeman to learn more. 816-529-7704. Congratulations to all the teams. What don't you want when car or truck shopping? Stress? Overbearing salespeople? Struggling with financing? Haggling over the price? Heard enough? There's none of that at Banner Colson Chevrolet because truthfully, they don't like it either. Family owned and operated, doing the best to make your car shopping an easy experience. Banner Colson Chevrolet, Highway 13, Higginsville. The Hamilton Bank has a clear vision for a strong future and a tradition of serving its community at Hamilton, Breckenridge, and Lathrop, featuring new services like the Brella to protect your debit card account and health savings account, along with the traditional services you have come to count on. The Hamilton Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Highlights and coaches' interviews. You get the inside scoop on Mid-Missouri's high school football right here on the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show. Well, tonight in the Midland Empire, Chillicothe beats Cameron 42 to nothing. Savannah shuts out St. Joe Lafayette 69 nothing. St. Pius 34-27 over Maryville. St. Joe Benton beats Kansas City Central 63 to nothing. So right now you've got St. Pius and Maryville atop the conference. They're both 2-0. You've got Savannah and St. Joe Benton a half game back at 1-0. Chillicothe is 1-1. Next week, it'll be Benton. They'll be at home to take on Savannah. Cameron will be at home. They will host Maryville next week. Chillicothe will hit the road. They'll take on St. Pius. And St. Joe Lafayette, they'll be home for Narn Conference play. They'll take on Sarcoxy. Well, the Wellington Napoleon Tigers tonight, they played a real good team. They played undefeated Adrian. Good ball game, but Adrian comes away as a 28-6 winner. And a few minutes ago, Chick talked it over with Wellington Napoleon head coach Andy Hampton. I'm joined by head football coach of Wellington Napoleon, Andy Hampton. Coach took on a very, very good Adrian football team. Came out on the short side of the stick, 28 to six. Coach, but sounds like a great ball game. Yeah, you know, I was super proud of our kids tonight. Uh, they played uh, extremely well uh, against a very, very good Adrian team. Um, you know, coming in down here, Adrian has, has uh, been the the cream of the crop of our new conference and. Uh, you know, we knew we were going to have a big battle on our hands, and uh, our kids just fought hard all night. Uh, we played really physical football, and, uh, you know, it was it was a lot closer than kind of what the score kind of ended up. You know, we, we had a lot of uh, small victories throughout the game that uh, we were very proud of that, you know, people hadn't done to Adrian yet this year. And so uh, it was an overall great effort by our team. I'm, I'm really proud of them. Yeah, like you said, Coach, Adrian's been averaging about 42 points a game, and you hold them to 28, so your defense played um, much better than maybe some of the previous teams they played. you got to be happy with, with the defense. I know you're not happy because you didn't get the win, but you know, like you said, it's closer to what the score was, 28-6. to six. Um, Coach, how did you score that, that one touchdown? 
Well, you know, we uh, in the first quarter, uh, we they they actually had the ball for probably about uh, eight minutes of the first quarter, um, and we got them in a couple fourth downs, and and, and they just converted them, and then um, they ended up punching one in late uh, the first quarter, and then uh, we kind of struggled to get some things going offensively uh, throughout the first quarter and a half. Um, we gave up another score. Uh, about halfway through the second quarter uh, and then our next series we had a pump block that they recovered for a touchdown to make 21 up and then we got the ball back with about six minutes to go uh, in the second quarter and we took it right down and scored it was a great drive by our kids um, with a pass from Maddox Blystone to Trotter Hughes right as time expired and uh, so we went at the half down 21-6 and uh Came out second half, and uh, we both went scoreless in the third quarter. Uh, really proud of our defense for that. And then, uh, actually, they punched in their last touchdown with two minutes to go in the game. Uh, so, we, you know, our defense in the second half was great. And uh, offensively, we just we moved the ball fairly well, but we could never get it down close to the end zone very much. And so, uh, but like I said, super proud of our kids and, and the effort they gave. Like you said, Coach, sound like a great game. Been a great game to to see the two really good defensive teams on this side of the state. So next week, taking on Tipton, Coach. Um, they're, I think they're also two and two. You're two and two. So give us a call next week here at the Curly Fifth Quarter Show. All right, will do. Thank you very much for your coverage. Okay, that's Andy Hampton, head coach of the Wellington Napoleon Tigers. Always a very faithful caller, Andy. Always appreciate you calling us. Hey, let's take a look in the KCI tonight. East Buchanan beats Lathrop 33-7. Midbuck knocks off Lawson 35-0. Hamilton in double overtime falls to North Platte 25-24. And West Platte beats Plattsburgh 48-0. So right now you've got Mid-Buchanan and East Buchanan. They're both tied at uh, 2-0 in conference play. You've got Lawson and Lathrop. Uh, one and one along with North Platte and West Platte in that KCI conference next week East Buchanan they will be at uh, Penny of Hamilton it'll be Lathrop they will host Mid Buchanan Lawson will make the trek to West Platte next week and it will be North Platte they will be on the road they'll take on Plattsburgh that's in the KCI well tonight Nob Noster the Panthers move their record to a perfect 4-0 they get a nice win a non-conference win as they beat uh, northeast of Kansas City, 48-12. to 12. And a few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with uh, Knob Noster head coach, Michael Franklin. All righty, up next is uh, Mike Franklin, head coach of Knob Noster. They run their record to 4-0 tonight with a 48-12 win over KC Northeast. Uh, coach, talk to me about the game. So, uh, yeah, we were a little nervous this week because we didn't, we didn't have a game last week. Forfeited, so we knew it would be kind of rusty and maybe a little sloppy, and that's kind of how the game started out. Was, uh, you know, but the boys were able to bounce back fairly quickly and get things going. And coach, not having that game last week, keeping your kids' interest uh, for two for two weeks to get ready for the ball game tonight. How'd you go about doing that? Really, just focusing on the small details and letting the kids know that even though we don't have a game this week, we have to. We have to keep that laser focused. If, if we want to be the team that we know we can be, we have to be focused no matter what is thrown at us. And, uh, you know, I think we have great leadership from our seniors and juniors, which helps. Okay, so, Mike, you put up 48 points tonight. Did you do it on the ground? Did you do it in the air, or was it a combination? It was a combination. You know, 
we finally got our passing game going tonight, and uh, uh, we hit we hit one of our top receivers for a big long pass. And uh, you know the quarterback has been doing a good job of kind of staying patient in the pocket, and you know which was allowing us to make you know uh, to really get that passing game going. You know the running game is our strength, and it showed again tonight. You know we had two big runs from our top two backs, Dan Livingston and, 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 and Adam Harvey. Did a great job for us as well. So it's just, it was a great team effort, and it was, it was a combination of both. All right, so, Coach, you got to travel to Carrollton next week to take on Carrollton. What do you know about them, and what are you going to have to work on this week to get ready? Um, I know they're a good team. You know, you know, like I know they have really good kids. You know that really work hard. Um, they have a new coach that's from Carrollton. You know, so I think you know, like they're really going to be ready to go and really kind of like the coach knows those kids very well. So I'm sure you know he's going to have them up and ready to go. It's a conference game, so it's always going to be tough. So uh, you know, and it's going to be on the road there. So we got to make sure that we have a great crisp practice next week and that we stay focused on the things that we can control, and I think, I think we'll be okay. All right, so you, you open the conference play, and I guess everybody opens conference play next week uh, yeah. on the road. So, Coach, we wish you the best. Congratulations on the win tonight, and please call back in next week when, uh, when you get done with your game. Yes, sir, will do. Thank uh, you. All righty, have a good night. You as well. Okay, that's Michael Franklin, head coach at Knob Noster. First year head coach at Knob Noster, and they're, they're 4-0 right now, so Michael's got them all playing well. Well, let's take a look at the Grand River tonight. Gallatin beats Polo 46-8. It was Maysville over South Harrison 27-6. Milan 34-14 winners over Princeton and Trenton. Knocks off Putnam County 42-20. Gallatin and Trenton tied atop the conference after a couple weeks at 2-0. and but, or excuse me, Maysville's in there too. Maysville also 2-0. Don't want to skip them over. It's Gallatin, Trent, and Maysville all 2-0. Putnam County and Milan 1-1. Next week, Gallatin, they will be at home to take on Maysville. Speaking of Maysville, it'll be Milan. They will be on the road. They will play Trenton next Friday night. It looks like Polo, they will be on the road to play South Harrison, and Princeton will be at home to take on Putnam County. Well, tonight, the uh, Norburn Harden Central Aggies, they fall to Santa Fe, 38-26. And a few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with Norburn Harden Central head coach Andrew Watson. All right. All righty, we've got Coach Andrew Watson here. Uh, he uh, from Norburn Harden Central. Uh, tough loss tonight, Coach. Uh, a 38-26 loss to Santa Fe. Um, talk to me about the ball game. Yeah, uh, obviously not how you want to end. We did some good things and uh, some things we'd like to get back. But uh, overall, we get saw some good things out of our young guys and made some good plays, and we got to keep getting better. Uh, Coach, was the game, because it's 12-point difference at the end, was the game close throughout uh, and and uh, was there anything that maybe that going forward from tonight's game you can work on to get ready for Bramer? Yeah, uh, throughout the game it was pretty close. You know, uh, we took the early lead, uh, six nothing at halftime. It was six to six, um, and then as the game wore on, we just kind of we struggled with their you know, ball well tonight. Uh, they ran the ball hard, uh, and so just. 
Uh, defensively, we got to tackle a little better, and offensively, we got to uh, take care of the ball a little better. And your kids who stood out for you tonight, Coach, uh, who were they? Uh, well, we had a, we had a few kids that made some big plays for us. Uh, our freshman quarterback Zach Deitch, um, he played really well, threw the ball well tonight. He had 145 yards and a TD on his uh, throwing. Um, he also rushed for another 50 yards. Uh, and then Kobe Gibson, our tight end, he was probably our, our best offense player of the night. Uh, he had four catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, made some big contested catches, broke some tackles, um, made some good plays. And then, like, the, we, we got a lot of contributions from just some young guys. Our, you know, sophomore running back, Terrell Bowman, uh, he put one in the end zone. And then our freshman running back, Gage uh, Smith, also put up a lot of good rushes for us. Okay. So, uh, Coach, uh, you've got Bramer yeah. next week, and uh, they're going to air it up. How are you going to get ready for them at practice this week? Yeah, well. First, I got to go back. We also had number, uh, another sophomore, Anderson Grayson, with a big kick return for us. I want to make sure I get him that shout. Um, but as far as, as far as Bramer, you know, um, we had a close game with them last year. You know, we know, obviously, they got a heck of a quarterback over there in Bramer right now who can sling the ball. We know what they want to do. Uh, I saw they lost the shootout tonight. Um, so we just got to come out ready to stop the pass game and um, try to keep Haley contained in the pocket. All righty. Coach, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, wish you luck next week against Bramer. Please call us in after the ball game. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, appreciate appreciate the call. And thanks again, Andrew. I know you lost, it was a tough loss tonight as they fall 38-26, uh, but also enjoy always enjoy talking with Coach Andrew Watson. Well, tonight in the Tri-County, Blair Oaks beats California 54-14. Boonville slips by Southern Boone 18-14. Osage shuts out Eldon 28-0. Hallsville 18-6 winners over Versailles. So right now you got Blair Oaks and Boonville tied atop the conference, both at 2-0 in conference play. Then you've got Eldon, you've got Southern Boone, You've got Hallsville all back at and School of the Osage all at one and one. Next week, here's a big one. Blair Oaks will come into Boonville. So Blair Oaks will come to Boonville next week. If you remember Blair Oaks or Boonville knocked off Blair Oaks last uh, last year. So Blair Oaks will come to Boonville next Friday night. Elsewhere in the Tri-County next week, it'll be California. They'll be at home to take on Osage. Eldon will host Hallsville, and it will be uh, Southern Boone next week. Southern Boone will be on the road at Versailles. Well, tonight, speaking of Booneville, Tri-County, Booneville got a nice win tonight. They knock off Southern Boone at home, 18-14. to 14. A few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with the Booneville head coach, Greg Huff. All righty, we've got uh, Coach Greg Huff from Booneville up. Uh, a 18-14 winner over the South Boone tonight. Coach, sounds like a great ball game for the fans, and uh, you got to be excited at the outcome. Yeah, definitely. You know, we battled some adversity, kind of self-inflicted wounds even before the game started. Uh, just with some discipline issues. And then, uh, you know, we had a heck of a game last week against Hallsville that went to overtime and, uh, you know, 59-58 victory. So uh, we were beat up a little bit from that. So we've had some guys wonder this week in practice. Dakota Truce, uh, you know, he's been a – shoot, I'll be honest, he's been a superstar for us so far this year. He was uh, – he played – he had one carry tonight for two yards, and that was about all he could do for us. So uh, basically we played the game without him, and, you know, he's averaging about – four touchdowns a game and 
so we had that injury, and then we lost uh, Braylon Ellison, who was starting, starting offensive lineman, defensive lineman for us early in the first quarter. And, again, we just kind of kept having guys step up, make plays, and at the end of the day, we made enough plays. Uh, we made enough mistakes to make it interesting, but, uh, you know, we found a way to win. I said to the kids, it was very similar to the Chiefs game last night as a Chiefs fan. I think a lot of people watched that game and was kind of disappointed in some of the stuff they were seeing, but at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes uh, and the Chiefs were winners. And tonight, Colby Caton and the Boonville Pirates are winners. And kudos to Colby. You know, Colby's our quarterback. He had three, uh, 22 rushes for 110 yards. And he had 11 to 13 passing for 167 yards and two touchdowns. So, Coach, um, the, the game the game was uh, close. It, it seems like throughout. What was what was what turned the tide in your favor? <laughs> we just got a big fourth down. We got a big stop at the end. Ultimately, um, you know they 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 made some plays happen, and you know it was a it was a good game, back and forth game. Both teams, both teams played hard. You know, like I said, <laughs> it wasn't pretty, but. It's a win. Hey, you can't argue with the W. Coach, it raises your record to uh, uh, three and one overall, two and zero oh in conference. You got a big ball game coming up this next week. You've got Blair Oaks. Uh, is that game at home or is it at Blair Oaks? You know, we go to Blair Oaks uh, next week. Okay. And coach, what what do you know about this year's uh, team from Blair Oaks? What can you tell us about them? You know, Blair Oaks is Blair Oaks, Coach LePage, that community, those football players. Uh, they do a fantastic job of uh, keeping a strong tradition of success. Uh, they continue to do that this year. You know, we did beat them last year in the regular season, but they beat us when it mattered in district play. So, uh, you know, I think our kids believe we can compete with them. Uh, we'll, we'll have to clean up some of the things that we're doing. Um, but we'll do everything that we have. Great opponent, great opportunity for our young men, and uh, we look forward to it. All right, Coach, thank you for calling in. Look forward to hearing from you next week. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's Greg Huff and the Boonville Pirates. Again, they move their record to 3-1 and one with that nice win tonight. Beat a good Southern Boone team, 18-14. I think I told you wrong. I thought I think I told you Blair Oaks would come to Boonville. It's Gypsy opposite. Boonville goes to Blair Oaks next year. And I remember Blair Oaks did come into Boonville last year, and the Pirates beat them. So that should be a great game. Well, tonight in the Clarence Cannon, it was Centralia beating Brookfield 48-8. Clark County 50-8 winners over Highland. Macon knocks off. Palmyra 49-14, Monroe City 46-8 winners over South Shelby. Right now you've got four teams, three teams, excuse me, Centralia, Macon, and Monroe City, all 4-0 overall, all 2-0 in conference play. And then you've got uh, South Shelby and Clark County, a game back in conference play at 1-1. Next week in the Clarence Cannon, it'll be Brookfield. They will make the trek to Palmyra, Centralia. This should be a good one. Centralia will be at home to play Monroe City. Clark County travels to South Shelby, and it'll be Highland. They will head next week into Macon. That's all in the Clarence Cannon Conference next week. Well, tonight, the Fayette Falcons, a good game tonight in Fayette as the Falcons hold off Westrand 21-18. A few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with Fayette head coach Mike Thompson. All right, now um, Coach Mike Thompson joins us. Mike, the uh, head coach at Fayette High School, had a 21-18 uh, victory over Westrand tonight. And 
uh, Mike, uh, exciting ball game. Uh, did it come down to the wire, or uh, you know, tell tell me how it, it really ended. did. Yeah, you know, it started off great. We ran the open kickoff back for a touchdown, took the early lead, uh, and then we really couldn't stop the run the rest of the night. Uh, once we on defensive side, we really struggled to stop the run. They maintained uh, possession a lot, and just seemed like. Uh, you know, I think it was a little frustrating for our guys. We just uh, really struggled. Even it seemed like they fumbled it once and it bounced right into Langdon Kitchen's hands. He takes off running with it. Uh, you know, had a couple uh, plays we batted. It got ball got batted on a pass, and it ends up being caught by Langdon again. You know, just kind of right place, right. wasn't going the way we wanted it to. We turned all, over the ball a few times and uh, just really struggled to stop the run in particular. And we got into the fourth quarter. Uh, we were actually down in the fourth quarter, 18 to 13. Uh, we came right back after they scored, put, put a uh, touchdown on the, the board with the chase, Alan Jackman, and followed it with a two-point conversion to Chase as well to take the lead, 21-18. And they got the ball and they drove the field. They had the ball down uh, deep in our end in the red zone, and we got to stop. You know, one of the things we hadn't been able to do, we got to stop. Had the ball back with five minutes to go and we get a first down and then we fumble the ball turn it back over to him uh, down just outside our outside the 30 and you know they get it down and uh, they had the ball again uh, we got another stop down in the red zone which was unbelievable we pulled off two stops in a row there and uh, then we you know we got the ball and made a couple couple mental mistakes really uh, had an opportunity to keep the clock moving a little bit we didn't get it done uh, ended up with a fourth and seven and had to punt the football and you know then they were out of timeouts uh, they had to, they didn't have a you know they had to really hurry but they had a big pass play over the top chase allen jackman made a great play to just make a tackle and force them to, to snap the ball again i think he tackled them at the four they had four downs they went up and uh, spiked it once they had four you know three downs to get it in and you know we had not stopped the run I think Langdon, every time he ran the ball, and I had you know five or six yards at minimum, and you know I thought our guys really rose up and rose to the occasion, and got three stops in a row uh, from inside the five to uh, to end the game. And you know last the last play of the game, you know Langdon has the ball going around the left side. We get a great play from Caleb Freeby and Micah Estes and Carter Froman to you know, to get a stop, and Langdon pitched actually pitched it back to the quarterback, and you know Carter and I. Think Caleb cleaned that up, and it was uh, just a you know a super exciting way to end a football game. Uh, certainly was a uh, you know kind of a roller coaster for us, but uh, I thought our guys really rose to the occasion and made uh, we kind of elevated our play right there at the end of the, the fourth quarter where we played our whole fourth quarter on our end pretty much, and I, I thought that was uh, you know something we haven't necessarily always seen here, but uh, I think it started last year and it's just carrying over. These guys are showing what championship character is all about. There you go. Now, Coach, travel to Marceline next Friday night. Uh, what do you know about Marceline? I don't know much. I haven't seen anything on them. I know we seems like we go to Marceline. You know, we've been to Marceline twice the last two years, I believe. We'll be going back. Uh, it's always a fun place to play. It's always a challenging place to play. And, you know, they're, they're off to a slow start. You know, I know they're 0-3 going into this weekend, and they play tomorrow. Uh, what I do know is they have a lot of kids that play football. They'll have a lot of depth, and they play hard on every play. You know, they fly around, and, and they really uh, make you work. And I, I think for us, 
you know, we don't really know what they're doing scheme-wise based on the fact they have a new, new head coach. And, you know, I know things are a little different for them. I'm sure they're understanding the scheme better every week, and they're growing every week. And uh, no matter what happens tomorrow when they play Hogan Prep, I know come next week, next Friday, uh, they will be extremely excited to play us. And I know our guys should be extremely excited to play them, and it should very, be a very spirited and enjoyable football game. Okay, it's Mike Thompson, head coach of the Fayette Falcons. They're off to a good start. They're three and one right now, two and zero in conference play, and they get a get a big win tonight again. They'll play Marceline. Those two have had some classic matchups. They'll play next week in Marceline. Well, tonight in the uh, NCMC conference, it was uh, Hannibal beating Fulton forty-eight to nothing. Kirksville tops Moberly thirty-four to fourteen. It was Mexico over Marshall thirty-five to fourteen. So the first week of conference plays, so you got Hannibal, Kirksville, and Mexico all winners. Next week, Fulton. They'll be at home to play Moberly. Hannibal will be at home to take on Mexico. It'll be Kirksville making the trek to Marshall. Well, it was the uh, Southwest Livingston Wildcats. They fall tonight 68-44 to to Mound City. And a few minutes ago, Chick Miller talked it over with Southwest head coach Albert Foster. I'm joined by head football coach of the Southwest Wildcats. Coach took on Mound City tonight, fell 68-44. to Boy, it sounds like a shootout. Yes, yes, it absolutely was. Well, Coach, putting up 44 points, um, who are some of the standout young men that you had tonight, Coach? You know, uh, of course, always, always repetitive every week, week in, week out, but he definitely earns it. Will Hughes, you know, the quarterback spot. Um, I mean, you just you can't you can't replace someone like him. I know I, I say that every week, but like I said, every week he just he keeps on proving that point. Um, then we also had him come in and play linebacker for a good portion of the game. Um, let's see, Colt Neptune. I mean, he had he had a few really good receptions, a couple uh, kickoff returns, punt return. Um, that was pretty good. Um, again, he was he was a big asset on on defense. Uh, Glenn Holt, big interior guy, uh, heart and soul of our team. Uh, he, he played really good on offense and defense a lot. We kind of, we, we moved him to a backer position as well, something he's not necessarily used to on defense. I think it really helped us. Um, and overall, I mean, T Tucker Singer, he's a workhorse there on offense. Um, he, he picked up a lot of yards, a lot of uh, very hard-earned yards. I mean, other than that, just really our whole team worked pretty, pretty hard as a whole. Well, Coach, when you – mentioned the names Neptune, Hughes, Holt. I mean, I know them very well. I know their brothers very well because I covered both their state championship football games at Eight Man. And it's nice to see they have younger brothers. They know that atmosphere of the winning and what it takes to win. And you've got some younger players, like I said, like the singers. Um, and you've got some, uh, some kids even coming up in that junior high, junior high program that I coached a couple years ago. So you've got some young youth coming up and you've got some names that people are familiar with. Um, it's just the younger brothers, and now they got the the big shoes to fill. Yeah, I mean, which in that Glenn Holt, I mean, he, he is the Holt from uh, you know from those state runs. Right. Uh, so you know that kind of leadership is you know absolutely great to have. You know him having that kind of success and seeing what it's like like that. Um, but like you said, I mean, we we have the athletes. Uh, we're you know we're learning as we're, as we're going right now. Uh, I mean, every week we kind of say, hey, this is our goal. This is kind of what we need to work on. We work on it. I mean, we're improving. Is now um, you know we we have a few small mistakes. We gave up uh, 
we let Mountain City recover five onside kicks. That was very, very huge. Um, you know, if we take those away, you know, it'll be a different ball game. Uh, you know, just, you know, slow like that, we just need to work on. And I think once we, you know, get everything done, we need to work on and, you know, then we'll be where we want to be. Uh, but like I said, we, you know, they didn't build, you know, nothing was built in one day. So, uh, you know, it takes some, it takes some learning pains. It certainly does, Coach. And, and I haven't followed you since you've taken over there. What kind of offense have you run, are you running there, Coach? You know, uh, we, we, were, we run a little bit, you know, spread. Um, we, we do run out of the spread quite a bit. Um, we kind of started off as a more heavy pass team, but we just kind of know, we just kind of, what came out as a strong suit is kind of running spread, open the field up, but then running out of it. Uh, we also kind of put in a more of a tight set, like a pistol right, pistol left with, with the double tight, um, the run up the middle and stuff. Um, but, I mean, pretty well what's been working for us is our running game. It sounds like it, and especially when you're running right behind uh, the big Holt kid. Well, Coach, next week you've got Stewartsville. Give us a co uh, call on the fifth quarter show. We'd like to talk to you. All right, thank you. Thank you, Coach. Okay, it's Coach Albert Foster. Albert is a very faithful caller. Calls us every week. We certainly appreciate it, Albert. Well, next week in the West, or tonight in the West Central, it was Adrian beating Wellington Napoleon 28 to 6. Colcam knocks off Lone Jack 47 to nothing. Midway over Crestridge 26 16. Windsor falls to Lincoln 24 to nothing. And Tipton knocks off Slater 62 to 12. So right now you've got Adrian and Colcam tied atop the conference at 4 0. Tipton and Lincoln. One game back at three and one each. Next week it'll be Adrian. They will be at Lincoln. Cole Camp will make the trek to Slater. Crestridge will host Lone Jack. And it will be looking at the rest of the conference. Midway, they'll be at home to play Windsor and Slater. They will entertain Cole Camp. That's all in the West Central Conference next week. Well, North Shelby, well, they're a powerful team. They're 4-0 in eight-man football. Tonight, they put 74 points on the board. They beat Schuyler County 74-30. And a few minutes ago, Chick talked it over with uh, North Shelby head coach David Stuckey. I'm joined on the fifth quarter show. By Coach Dave Stuckey, North Shelby's football coach. Coach running to 4-0 this season so far. Big win tonight over Schuyler County, 74-30. to Yes. You know, i tell you what, though, um, it was not easy. Um, they jumped out on us 12-0. Um, it was tied 24-24 each at halftime. Or not halftime, at the end of the first quarter. Um, you know, they came out and really gave us everything we wanted and kind of set the tone on us. Um, and we had to adjust and make some changes, and we did. And, you know, pretty proud of our kids for, you know, being resilient. Almost oh, definitely, Coach. It seems like you're getting week four and week five, and, and these undefeated teams, they start getting that target on their back. And, and I think, you know, you're one of those teams that everybody wants to knock off, but you got a fine program, scoring a ton of points, Coach. And offense sounds like it's been really clicking all season. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that's been consistent, and even what's consistent in this game is our offense. Um, carried us through, and then our defense found their stride. And you know, once we got to 24 all, we got the score um, up to 74 24. So, you know, we went on a pretty nice little run. There were about 50 points, um, you know, to put the game out of hand. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things. You know, Amos Fredrickson had one of those nights tonight, had 10 carries for 168 yards and four touchdowns. And he caught a pass reception, too, for 21 yards and a touchdown. 
you know, that really set the tone with some, you know, back-breaking plays that he had. And then in our passing game, J.D. Rich was really efficient. He was 6 of 7 for 133 and two touchdowns. Well, when you got balanced scoring, you know, from running, passing, um, it's hard to defend. And it seems like so far this season, teams, you know, struggle to defend you guys. You've guys scored 70 in two games. You had an 84, and then you had that last week. You had that 46, but you're putting up the score. And you're playing great defense. And like you said, it was a it was a tough one tonight for the first half, but you guys settled down and played great football. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, is we kind of pride ourselves on being able to, you know, go for four quarters and try to be the best physically conditioned team out there. And so, um, you know, they put that to the test on us. And, you know, we appreciate that. Um, you know, and like I said, they, they just took it to us. I mean, I can't say nothing but, you know, just – high praise for what they're doing there in Schuyler County. They, you know, really turned things around, you know, and they put a ton of pressure on us. Um, you know, we got out on, you know, started getting back control of ourselves and, you know, made a couple small adjustments and put our players in better positions to make plays. And, you know, our kids executed, and that's really what, you know, changed the tide for us in the second quarter. Well, Coach, next week you take on Schuyler County. Give us a call on the fifth quarter show. We'd love to hear uh, how you did in that one. Okay, I sure will. Thank you for all your coverage. You're welcome, Coach. That was co- head football coach Dave Stuckey of North Shelby. They run 5-0 and on the season. Okay, that's Coach David Stuckey talking it over with Chick Miller again. We always appreciate Dave. They're a little down, far down the road in Shelbyville, but David calls us every week, and they've been a very powerful team, and looks like they're right back there again this year. Well, tonight at eight-man games, Oric, here's a wild one. You heard from both coaches. Oric beats Bramer 96-80. to St. Paul beats Concordia 58-20. to Santa Fe 38-26 over Norburn Harden Central. Sweet Springs tops northwest of Hughesville 50-18. Going to hear from Coach Jeff Holtzman here in just a minute. North Shelby over Schuyler County 74 to 30 in Mound City tops Southwest Livingston 68 to 44. Next week in eight man it'll be Bramer. They'll be at Norbert Harden Central. Concordia will be at home to take on Santa Fe. Keatsville on Saturday they'll host Greenfield. Uh, as we said, Norburn takes on Braden. Bramer, excuse me, get late, folks. Northwest will entertain Oric next week. North Shelby will be at Knox County. And I think that catches up everybody maybe except for Southwest Livingston. They will be at Stewartsville next week. Uh, St. Paul, again, they will host Sweet Springs next Friday night. So that's our schedule in eight-man for next week. Well, tonight it was uh, Milan, uh, the Milan Wildcats. They get a nice win tonight. They even their record up. I believe at two and two. Let me double check on that right now. Out of that Grand River, yes, Milan evens their record at two and two, one and one in conference play. As tonight they beat Princeton thirty-four to fourteen. A little while ago, Chick talked it over with Milan's first-year head coach, Mark Cole. I'm joined by head football coach of Milan, Mark Cole. Took on Princeton tonight. Got a nice thirty-four fourteen victory, coach. Yeah, we did. It was a nice night for us. It was nice to get back on track. It was a beautiful evening in the pit for football, and, and we came out and, and played a very close contest early as we anticipated it would be. Uh, Coach Powell's group is, is well coached, and they played very hard and very physical. And, and uh, the, the first quarter, honestly, it, it ended 6-6, six to six, and they really had controlled uh, the ball a majority of it. I think we had taken we had taken two offensive snaps on our first drive and scored, and then they controlled it most of the rest of the first quarter, and, and they ended up scoring and were tied 6-6 in a dogfight. Uh, we eventually 
we eventually kind of warm down. Um, they don't have much depth, as you know, and, and we, we have some depth at, at least more than they do. And so it was it was a good night for us to kind of get back on track and establish a few things. Well, Coach scored 34 points tonight. He had the offensive going. Who was the highlighted players for you, Coach? Um, Darren DePorto had another great night for us. Uh, I think 75, uh, 75 yards and, and, a, and a touchdown to open the game. Um, very, very, very good job really blocking, actually, because – um, our quarterback on that Niasa, he had 87 yards and three touchdowns, and most of those came um, with, with, with Darren kind of blocking for our quarterback run stuff. Um, so he was pretty workman night there for, for Darren DePorto. Ahmed, again, like I said, 87 yards on the ground, three touchdowns. And then um, Carlos Cato, our other running back, added 75 in the score. So pretty pretty good balance there in, in our three-headed monster in the backfield, which um, obviously goes to credit up front to the big guys. Uh, a couple seniors leading the way there, Chase uh, Jacobs and Garrett Mosley led the way for our offensive line, and we kind of we kind of ran behind our seniors tonight. So it was uh, it was nice to have our 300 monster be pretty balanced and and run the ball well. I think everybody wants that well balanced machine. And there, like you said, you've got a quarterback with great legs. You've got two good backs, and you get a big line in front of them. Good things will happen. It will. Um, you know, the passing game's fun. Don't don't get me wrong, and it's pretty flashy. Um, but I, I think you've got to control the line of scrimmage, and, and especially in small school football, class one, most of the time that's done on the ground. And, uh, you know, it's nice to have an offensive line that can come off the ball and control the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, more snaps than they lose it, and uh, it's nice to have some depth in the backfield and some guys can mix it around too. And when you can have balance in your backfield and, and control the line of scrimmage, most Friday nights you're probably going to win a football game. Almost true. And, you know, I have a, an old coach, Hall of Fame coach always told me there's three things you do in the passing game, and two of them are bad, interceptions and incomplete. So run the ball, son, you know. So you're doing that well up there at Milan. Yeah, yeah, we are. You know, uh, we, we, we've been pretty good here in the past. Um, coach Gatney was great at running the ball and, and, and using, you know, using a, a multitude of running backs to pound the, pe- pound the ball people. And I learned a few things from him. And, and of course, I, I've always been a ground guy myself, you know, um, being a, a split back beer guy. And so uh, the kids know how to run the ball. They know how to play good defense. And we're just going to keep the machine rolling, hopefully. Well, Coach, you got a tough one next week. You got 4 0 Trenton. I seen them at the Jamboree here in Carrollton. And uh, uh, they're, they're a real deal. You'll, you'll have a tough one. But I think. Like you said, get the, the three-headed machine monster group going, and good things will happen. Well, we hope so. Um, they're good. You know, we, they've, got, they've got our respect, absolutely. They are, uh, they are a big bunch. They are a physical bunch. They've got some really good running, uh, running backs and a quarterback that does a nice job with his legs as well, running the ball, and then can throw it a little bit better this year than last. And, and of course, Coach Hickson's teams are always going to play physical and, and very stingy defensively. So we know we have our work cut out for us. We know they're the favorite um, in, in this contest. And, and uh, you know, our, our boys are going to compete. I, that's what I love about my kids. We're going to work hard, and we're going to take the show on the road and go compete, and just and we'll just see what happens. You know, we're, we're going to go give them our best effort and, and let, let the chips fall where they may. I'm joined by head football coach Mark Cole of Milan. They go two and two on the season. Big win over Princeton, 34 to 14. Coach, give us a call next week on the Curly Fifth Quarter Show. Will do. Thanks a lot. Okay, that's Coach Mark Cole, first year head coach at Milan. Mark, appreciate the call. We want to cover you guys this year, and thanks again for calling and staying up late. Well, in Central Missouri tonight, it was. Battle of Columbia beating Hickman 47-29. Rockbridge comes from behind to beat Capital City 35-28. Jeff City knocks off Smith Cotton 42-27. And Cardinal Ritter beats Elias 40-14. Right now you've got Rockbridge leading the conference at 3-0. 
Uh, Elias a half game back at 2-0. Capital City there at 2-1. This is their first loss on the season tonight. Jeff City and Battle are at 1-1. One one. Next week in that conference, it'll be Battle. They will be at North County for a non-conference game. Capital City, they will be at home to take on Jeff City in the Battle of Jeff City. Elias will entertain Rock Bridge, both those teams undefeated in conference play. Hickman will make the trip trek to Sedalia to take on Sedalia Smith-Cotton. Well, as we said a minute ago, Sweet Springs, they're 3-1 and one right now. Uh, they win tonight their first year in eight-man football. Tonight they beat Northwest Hughesville 50-18. to 18. And a few minutes ago, Tom talked it over with uh, Sweet Springs head coach Jeff Holt. Here we go. All righty, uh, we've got uh, Coach uh, Jeff Holtzman uh, from Sweet Springs. And, Coach, nice night for you tonight, a 50-18 win. And uh, keys to the ball game for you. Uh, well, we got off to a great start. Um, we got great field position. They had kicked the kickoff out of bounds. And we uh, went with a play-action pass. And uh, junior tight end, Danner Dorman, got behind the defense, was wide open. And quarterback Blake Schroeder. Hit him with a real nice pass. We go up 6 nothing on the first play and get a two-point conversion. And then uh, we get a stop and we're able to score again. And then and Northwest, you know, played pretty well from that point for a while. And it was a little bit tight, up 14-6. And we got two more scores late in the second quarter to go up 28-6 to at that half. All righty. Coach, uh, you, you, uh, you know, a little bit of a track meet, uh, with the eight man, the fifty eighteen score, uh, your kids. Who, uh, other than the ones you've mentioned, who stood out for you in tonight's ball game? Um, our offensive line did an excellent job tonight. A uh, senior center, Dallin Johnson, our senior guard, Corbin Zimmersheed, junior guard, Tyler Finner, and Seth Raider at tight end. They did a great job of blocking and were able to run the ball consistently and. When we needed to pass, you know, we did a good job of pass blocking. So, um, overall, just a great job um, offensively. Uh, defensively, we did a good job of getting a lot of people to the ball. Um, Northwest has a very talented senior running back and Caleb Crooker, and he made some real nice runs on us at times. But overall, we did a really good job of getting people around him and a very good job of tackling. All right, Coach, next week you've got St. Paul, and that's, uh, that ought to be a pretty good game. Yeah, it should be an excellent game. Uh, they have a very talented quarterback that throws the ball well, can also run it, and they have a, a Magger kid that's an excellent running back and also very good at the linebacker spot. And it's, I think, two pretty evenly matched teams, and, uh, you know, they know we, our teams know each other pretty well, and it should be a great night and then a very competitive game. All right, Coach, knowing what you know going into the ball game uh, against St. Paul, what are you going to have to emphasize this week in practice to get your kids ready? Um, defensively, we've got to really know our assignments. Um, they're very well coached offensively, and they can do. They have some, a lot of misdirection, so we've got to be able to stay home when it goes away from us and not overcommit and uh, do a great job of tackling. The Magger kid runs really, really hard. We've got to really wrap up and get a, you know, a lot of people to the ball. Sweet Springs Greyhounds win 50-18. to 18. Now here's the other side of the story with Northwest of Hughesville head coach Caleb Crooker. 
All right, we've got Coach Caleb Crocker from Northwest Hughesville. Uh, Coach, you, you had a Sweet Springs team tonight, uh, f the final in the ballgame, 50-18. to 18. Uh, Halftime score was was a lot closer than that. Uh, talk to me about the ballgame. Well, uh, Coach Holtzman and the guys, they were, they were uh, ready to go. It was their homecoming, and they got off to a quick start. A quick start, they uh, scored on the first play from scrimmage on a pass, and it uh, got closer there at the first quarter. It was fourteen to six. We were able to put one in and have a defensive stop or two, but uh, then they kind of stretch it there in the second quarter to make it twenty-eight six, and then you know finish it off fifty to eighteen. But uh, our hats are tipped off to them that they. Uh, coached the kids up well and had a good game plan all right so coach who you know you, you're giving sweet spring some props but what about your kids who played well for you our uh, senior quarterback isaac Nieder, he had uh let's see he was 10 of 18 for 129 yards passing and two touchdowns uh sophomore caden o'brien had let's see four catches for 74 yards and two touchdowns uh, senior Caden Crooker had two catches for 41 yards. And then uh, on the ground, running the ball, Caden Crooker had uh, 20 carries for 86 yards and one touchdown. And that's on offense. And then defensively, uh, Crooker had 17 tackles. Allred had uh, eight, and O'Brien had seven. All right, so, Coach, uh, you've got Oric next. And uh, uh, as we talked about pre-conference, Oric put up a ton of points tonight. What are you going to have to do to stop him? Well, that's a good question. Uh, coach Thacker is a good coach. We've coached against each other for 20 years. Uh, he's got a really good running back. And, uh, oh, number 16, I can't think of his name right now, but he's, he's solid. He's a junior. The, the kid, he's good. And uh, they got a good line, and uh, Coach Thacker, he's got some good knowledge, so uh, they'll be well coached. It'll be, it'll be a tough one, and uh, it'll be a home game. But we got, you know, a short week to prepare. We play on a Thursday this week, but uh, we'll just have to get our kids in and, and try to get better. What What are you going to have to? Do you think that you're going to have to work on this week to get them ready to slow Oric down? Stop the run. Doric runs the ball, and they run it very well. All righty, Coach. Listen, we appreciate you calling in. Uh, look forward to hearing from you next Friday. Uh, next, Well, you playing on Thursday, so we yep. may not hear from you uh, Friday. But good luck this coming week. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for the coverage. Thank you. Uh, bye. Okay, that's Caleb Crooker, head coach of the Northwest Mustangs. Caleb, always appreciate the call. Thanks for calling us tonight. And, uh, Folks, you know, I tell you, it's getting late. I guess that's the bad news. It's getting late. I'll tell you the good news, though. We've had 34 coaches call us tonight. Fantastic. We appreciate that very much. 34 different coaches have called. So appreciate your all support for the program, and uh, thanks a lot. And we'll stay here as long as it takes. We've got one left, and that's uh, Tyler Tanner. Westrand, of course, falls tonight in a real good game to Fayette, 21-18. And here's Westrand's offensive coordinator, Tyler Tanner, with Chick Miller. I'm joined by head football coach of West Strand, Tyler Tanner. Took on Fayette, coach tonight. Got a close one, but uh, Fayette pulls it out 21-18, coach. 
Yeah, you know, Fayette, they're a tough team. Um, they do a good job offensively and defensively. Um, they got a lot of good, you know, they got a lot of good athletes. They got a good front, uh, seven, eight guys on defense. Uh, Secondary is pretty solid. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was bound to be a good game. I uh, can't give Fayette enough credit. I thought that they, they, had a, they had a good plan against us and they executed well. Well, Coach, at halftime, it was 13-12, to 12, Fayette up by one. Um, give me some details about that first half. It sounds like it was pretty close, pretty good defensive battle. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. They ran the opening kickoff back. Um, I thought you know, we responded. I think we scored in three plays uh, to make it, what was it at that time, 7-6 seven to, seven to six maybe? Yeah, I think it was 7-6. to six. Sorry. Anyways, uh, so we, we end up uh, scoring there. Didn't end up tying it because we did miss the extra point. Um, then I believe we scored again. We took the lead. Uh, they ended up scoring. Got a two-point conversion on it. The Allen kid, uh, he got the touchdown and the two-point conversion. He's a tough kid, man. Uh, he, he's, he's one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the conference for a reason. Um, and he, he made play whenever he needed to there. And you know, it, was, it was a battle, man. It was a battle in the trenches. I felt like we ran the ball well. Um, I felt like Fayette did a good job of executing on offense and defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of a little bit of back and forth there in the first quarter, for the first half. Well, Coach scored three touchdowns against Fed. Who was those uh, gentlemen scoring those touchdowns for you? Uh, you know, I think it was Langdon Kitchen that scored all three. Uh, I'll tell you this much, though. We were, we were a little bit of a running back by committee. Um, Gage Adler, not Gage Adler, uh, sorry, uh, Corbin Perry, uh, Nate Cribs, and Jack Harlan, and they took the brunt of the the carries tonight, Landon Kitchen had several carries tonight. So we had four guys with a bunch of carries. Uh, and I thought they all did a good job. Uh, our line, I thought, played the best they played all year. Uh, did a good job of controlling the front. Did a good job of uh, trusting the zone, trusting their trusting their tracks and, and working up. And I, I'm very pleased with, with how we moved the ball tonight. There's just some things that we need to clean up to be able to finish some drives. Well, Coach, only in week four, you've got plenty of time to get those little things cleaned up. Next week, you'll take on Paris, Coach. And um, know anything about them just right now? You know, we played them in the Jamboree. And, uh, you know, Joseph, Joseph Butterback, I think he does a really good job with them. He has, he has his kids ready to play right now. You know, I haven't seen them on film in the last few weeks. But just remembering them from the Jamboree, they were – they were pretty aggressive on defense. They did a good job. Uh, obviously, uh, Utterback knows our system pretty good, so he can kind of he 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 kind of gives those kids, I think, really good coaching points to defend us. Uh, he does a good job over there. I think they're one and three right now, but you know sometimes that record doesn't indicate that they they've had a tough schedule as well. Of course, coach. I'm talking to Coach Tyler Tanner of West Strand Falls to Fayette, 21 to 18. Coach, give us a call next week on the fifth quarter show. Yep, absolutely. Thank you, Coach. <clears throat> That's Tyler Tanner, very faithful caller, the offensive coordinator for West Rand. Tyler, appreciate it very much. And, folks, that's it for us tonight. Like I say, 34 coaches, we appreciate that. Let's run the scores real quickly, and then let's get out of here. All in MRVC East, these are all non-conference games. <clears throat> Carrollton Falls or Russellville, 35 to 14. Holden beats Butler, 30 to 22. Knob Noster, 48 to 12 over Northeast. Higginsville all over Summit Christian, 74 to 6. Lexington beats Southeast, 
14 to 6. And it was Richmond over Van Horn 18 to 7. MRVC West, three conference games. Pleasant Hill beats Clinton 45 to 13. Harrisonville 28-24 over Warrensburg, Odessa. And a wild one beats Oak Grove 57-43. Non-conference play, Kansas City Center beats Christ Prep. 45 to 6. Lewis and Clark, three conference games. Fayette over Westrand, 21 to 18. Harrisburg shuts out Paris, 36 to nothing. Salisbury, 48 winners over Scotland County. Marceline, a non-conference game on the road against Hogan Prep tomorrow. Midland Empire, three conference games. Chillicothe, 42 to nothing over Cameron. Savannah whips Lafayette of St. Joe, 69 to nothing. Maryville falls to St. Pius, 34 to 27. And in non-conference play, St. Joe Benton beats Kansas City Central, 63 to nothing. KCI all four conference games. East Buck over Lathrop 33 to 7. Mid Buchanan shuts out Lawson 35 to nothing. North Platte in double overtime beats Penny of Hamilton 25-24. West Platte whips Plattsburgh 48 to nothing. Grand River four conference games. Gallatin 46 to 8 over Polo. Maysville beats South Harrison 27 to 6. Milan 34-14 over Princeton and Trenton beats Putnam County 42 to 20. Clarence Cannon, four conference games. Centralia, 48-8 over Brookfield. Clark County, 50-8 winners over Highland. Macon whips Palmyra, 49-14. And Monroe City, 46-8 over South Shelby. NCMC, three conference games. Hannibal, 48-0 over Fulton. Kirksville tops Moberly, 34-14. Mexico beats Marshall, 35-14. Tri-County, these are all conference games. Blair Oaks, 54-14 over California. Boonville beats Southern Boone, 18-14. School the Osage, 28-0 winners over Eldon. And Hallsville tops for sales, 18-6. West Central, all-conference. Adrian, 28-6 over Wellington. Napoleon, Cole Camp shuts out. Lone Jack, 47-0. Midway, 26-16 winners over Crestridge. Lincoln shuts out. Windsor, 24-0. And Tipton over Slater, 62-12. Central Missouri, three-conference game. Battle beats Hickman. 47-29 Rockbridge over Capital City, 35-28. Jeff City beats Sedalia Smith Cotton, 42-27. Non-conference play, Cardinal Ritter comes into Jeff City and beats Elias, 40-14. And finally, in eight-man football, Oric over Bramer, 96-80. St. Paul beats Concordia 58-20. Santa Fe 38-26 winners over Norburn Harden Central. Sweet Springs beats Northwest of Hughesville 50-18. North Shelby 74-30 winners over Schuyler County. And Mound City beats Southwest 68-44. Don't forget Missouri Valley Vikings. They play tomorrow at 6 o'clock up at Culver Stockton. The Central Missouri Mules, they're on the road. They're up in Maryville to play Northwest. Missouri Tigers at home tomorrow. 11 o'clock kickoff against Abilene Christian at Faroe Field. That's it for us tonight. Thanks to Aaron Richards. Great job on the board tonight. Aaron doing it full time. Really did a great job for us. Donnie King. Appreciate Donnie on the phone. He really really handles a lot of you coaches and does it very well. And thanks to the two guys that helped interview, uh, Tom Hughes and Chick Miller, both you guys did a fantastic job. And Taya White, the news lady, she stayed over a little extra to help us get scores and so on. So thank you again. We'll be back again next Friday night for another edition of the Curly Fifth Quarter. I'm Joe All. Have a good weekend, and we will see you next Friday. Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Missouri's best post-game show, the Curly Country 5th Quarter Show, hosted by Joe All. Tune in next Friday after the game of the week for highlights and coaches' interviews, the inside scoop on Missouri's high school football. I want
want everyone in America to know who we are. 103.9 KRLI Multivend, you're in Curly Country. Thank you. We're going to go play another song because we like music. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.